Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dove, Justin Richardson, Captain Jerkbeard, Tom Lavelle, and Schwap Game Steve Cabot. And our special guest today is the one and only Emo Neary Ahonkai. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram, Work Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk <laughs> at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe so I can get surgery on my voice. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Jalen Dub, are you ready? I am. That throat's not, but I am. Sure is. And Captain Jerkbeard, are you ready? You know what? Maybe my my proudest moment ever. You, you persevered, you worked through, and you got that Twitter and the Tiki Talk. <laughs> sure. Schwap Game, thanks for joining us on the Tuesday show. You ready to get this thing started? Sure, sure. And I enjoy that Tom was cheering you on, but I'm concerned that you're dying from the inside because that's how it sounds. I am. All right. Well, this is the Work Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on so check out our vibe and how we get live Then do us a solid Share and subscribe What you sharing? What you sharing? What you sharing? Working perspectives All right. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Strong stem, take it away. So uh, today, obviously, we got a guy on special to me, a really, really close friend of mine. Known him a long, long time, right? So I'm not going to go through a whole spiel about how he's a good guy, this, that, you thing. You'll, you, you'll meet him. But anyway, the big one is one of my favorite stories ever. So me and him have a really, really close friend also. And uh, this guy happened to be his birthday, right? Uh, we're, he, they're in their, I guess, 22. He's like a 10 months older than me. I'm 21. We're right in that area. It's my buddy's 22nd birthday party, right? We go down Old City. We get a limo. His girl gets him a limo. We're 21. He's got like a 20-year-old girlfriend. She gets him a limo and shit. We lived in Maniunk at the time. Damn. All over. Scoops us, gets us all up in the limo. We also have Perk with us, who Perk was like 17 at the time, but I had a fucking fake ID. So somehow he's partying with us. Anyway. Yeah. Scan. He uh, had a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it don't work. So we're in Old City at uh at that time it was called Foggy Goggles, right? <laughs> forget what the forget what uh, it's in some famous building. I forget what it is now. At one point it was like Coyote Ugly. It was all this weird shit yeah, in that little spot, yeah. right? <clears throat> so we pull up there because Beetlejuice from the Stern show was supposed to have a <laughs> boxing match. And now you're going back. 
16 years, right? 16, yo, 17 years. Yo. So th- Stern was on top then, right? For sure. So, uh, I mean, on 94-1 and in Philly all the time, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So uh, we're, we're there for the Beetlejuice boxing match. He's also boxing another, I don't know how you say this politely nowadays, a midget. So he, uh, that's not whatever. how you say Clo- it, but- I, thought, oh, I fucked that up. It's fine. We can let midget fly. It's not one oh, of the trigger midget words. Flies? Oh, midget flies. Now you're making them fly. Wow. Yep, yep. So you know anyway, he knows the words that don't fly. The other midget did not show up, and uh, so when that happened, Beetlejuice was just there to party, right? Yeah. So we're all having a good time. We get out of the limo in Old City in a time when also we happen to have a player on the Eagles named Terrell Owens, right? Oh shit. So the second we step out the limo, a bunch of drunk-ass, dumb broads are like, oh, my God, there's T.O. And in a nice, <laughs> polite, enormous, deep voice, Emo tells them, no, nah, no, I'm not T.O., I'm Emo. So they, they're drunk enough. They pretty much still hear T.O. So now I'm stepping in front of them like, oh, that is T.O. I'm like, shut up. That is T.O. I'm his manager. If you guys want to ride in the limo, if you want to hang out with them, you want a fucking autograph, you got to come to me. And yeah. they were like, oh, my God, it's T.O., it's T.O. And he's back there like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm not T.O. <laughs> and he walks into the bar. Anyway, the, the commotion this guy creates and the people that uh, I'm, you'll never meet a person on the planet that says a bad word about this guy. And real close yep. friend of mine, Emo, you know, it's going to be a good show. You got a good story. Yep. So I got something bad to say. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. You want to hear something bad? What? We were on a soccer team together. We were going to a tournament. Emo was probably our best player, shockingly. We why, needed him. Why shockingly, Tom? Yeah, why shockingly, Tom? Why shockingly? Because he's a great athlete. Oh. Played in college. Oh. We'll get to that. Oh. So, oh, you fucking idiots. So, <laughs> um, my man is a very good football player. He chose the football game over our soccer tournament. Soccer tournament didn't go too well. I did see highlights of the football game, though, and I think he had four touchdowns and did pretty well. Yeah. yeah, he chose the man sport in, in the Gwinnett League. Yeah. <laughs> but Emo, thanks for coming on, man. So happy we could get you here, dude. Getting you on, honestly, it's just another feather in our cap of the great guests that we get on this show. And we do, you know, we categorize how well this show does by the quality of guests we have. And you're a fucking class A guest, man. So we thank you so much for being on. Super happy to get this going. But before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? Godfather Part One or Godfather Part Two? Man, off the bat, uh, I couldn't even. I don't even remember both movies well enough to even tell you one or two. Um, I was more Goodfellas. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I like Goodfellas more than I like Godfather. I can tell you that. All right, it's, it's Part One, but what do you answer? It's, what do you it's, answer? It's, uh, it's Part Two. It's absolutely Part Two. What about uh, Cheese Puffs? Or cheese curls. Do you like puffed or crunchy? Cheetos, crunchy or puffed? All right. If I'm doing Cheetos, they're flaming hots, and I'm paying for it. But first and foremost, I'm lactose, so I try to stay away from them. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That is one thing, me and him. That's that one coming? thing that no. one thing nobody will ever learn is that people who don't eat cheese, it is a rough life out there. Me and Emo both aren't right. cheese guys. Every, I would say every other sandwich I've ever ordered, when I specifically and broadly tell them that please have no cheese on this cheeseburger or ham ham burger not cheeseburger please yeah. don't put cheese on the ham burger i got mm. cheese on my fucking hamburger Steve yeah. knows. i know struggles real struggles real out there guys i mean you know <laughs> there's always sorbet 
Right. And sometimes I'm all high, so I just eat it anyway. What sure. the fuck? And I'm like shitting my Shocking. pants. It's a yeah. fucking mess. It's a yeah, fucking you, mess. It's, I mean, oh, you can't peel cheese off a cheeseburger either. That's like it's there. Not once it's melted. Not once it's melted. Fuck? It's there. Nope. Game over. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, I need to, I need to redo. <laughs> So, I right, emo man, thanks for coming on, man. How are you, dude? Man, I'm doing well, doing well. Happy to be here. You know, heard great, great things about the show. Tuned into a couple episodes. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate that. I, yeah, yeah. Love what I saw. Love what I heard. So I'm just happy uh, and excited to be a part of it. Awesome, man. Now I'll tell you, you're one of the guys that because we've had, you know, like Hills been on the show, and obviously Steve, and like all those guys. Your name's been thrown around a lot. And like the stories and everything that's come up. So honestly, I think for, you know, our longtime listeners, which there's a lot that they're going to be like finally excited to put a face to the name. You know what I mean? Dude, I think, I mean, let's all right. So I, one of my earliest memories of you is like Tom said, you guys played soccer together. And the one, I just remember you running, you played defense, and we were on the sidelines, and it was at like a tournament or something. So I was there that day watching, and you just ran up, and you guys had white shirts, and the whole front of your shirt was covered in blood, and it looked so bad because it was a white shirt just covered in blood, and Emo's like holding it over his nose because he took a, a, a soccer ball to the schnoz, and yeah, just right oh, the dude, Ugh. brutal. I think that was the first game of that tournament too. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think we had any subs. I, I feel like we were, we were even shorter, man. So I remember when it happened, I was like, "Oh, I think my nose, my nose is starting to drip." I was like, "Oh, yep, definitely bleeding." <laughs> and I looked over at the sidelines, and I guess it was Coach Adair. He was just like, threw his hands up, like, "Well, <laughs> tough <laughs> shit. No, no one's coming out." out you know? Yeah, so, different, yeah, different times. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Held my shirt oh, yeah. over it and just. You know, play play the game out. I can't That's right. I That's right, dude. I mean, imagine if you're like a 12 year old kid seeing this fucking dude with blood all over his shirt coming at you for the soccer ball. I'd be like, hey, you win, take it. I That's don't even want it. Ball. Yeah. Nah, so no kids were letting up. No kids were letting up. So uh, what are you gonna I think do? We had like a game the next day, and like you came back, and the shirt was like like nothing had happened. Please, like, baby. What? The, that's yo. And everyone's like asking your dad, like, how the, how did you get that clean? He goes, a lot of bleach. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've gotten rid of blood before. Don't worry about that's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about that. So, you're born in Comar, PA, right? You live there till you're about ten. You're the son of immigrant parents from the country of Nigeria, right? So, I, I mean, I don't, you know. That Nigeria, I mean, all you hear is bad shit on the news about that place. So I can only imagine like what, you know, what life was like for your parents. But they came over here. Both of them are like, you know, in their fields or like the highest level in their fields. Your mom's a doctor. Right. And your dad's like a mad scientist. Right. So, dude, it's incredible to see. But you came over here. You lived in Colmar. So you were 10. Then you moved to Timber Creek Apartments. And then lived there for a couple of years, and you moved to Lower Gwen when you're 13. But let's get started. So when when me and Tom went to Catholic school from first grade to eighth grade, right? But and people thought like Catholic school was a private school, but you went to a legit private school, right? You went to Gwen and Mercy Academy, but getting there wasn't always easy. So 
when you were younger, right, you have two older sisters, then there's like a gap. And then it's so you have three older sisters total. Your two oldest ones are, are like a few years older than you and you're directly above you, sister. Right. So they're in high school while you're in like, you know, first and second grade. So and Gwyneth is nowhere near Colmar. So how and like the bus didn't go there. So how are you getting to school in the mornings? Man, so in the morning, I remember uh, my older sister, B.L.B., she was responsible. Shout out to B.L. Yeah, <laughs> for getting myself and my other sister, Amua, ready for school. And they, they were probably, I'm trying to think, they're like eight, eight, nine years older than we are. So, Damn. yeah, you know, I, was, I was about nine years old. Nine, yeah. I was probably 11. When they're getting us ready. Getting this uh, huge, green, ugly station wagon drive over <laughs> to North Penn. Um, and, man, I felt so embarrassed walking in there because I had my Gwen and Mercy Academy uniform on and then like you know picture this first grader like the the thing that i loved about catholic school one day i looked forward to was no uniform day where you can oh dress down day dude dress down day baby you already know right oh yeah i'm walking into this high school everyone's already dressed down except for my dumb ass and my I had these black shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> penny loafers? Got, you got the penny loafers? Penny loafers. Oh. Great, gray shorts on because you had to wear shorts. Oh, shit. I had a white shirt with a probably a maroon sweater on top yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like a clown. Yeah. And, you know, I sat at the table with my sister and all her friends. Um, and they all made me feel comfortable, made me feel nice. like, you know, yeah. I wasn't just a weird, odd kid sitting there waiting yeah. for us to go to Gwen Mercy. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty cool. But, I, I mean, so from what you told me, you're older, you're two, like, your sisters are all stars, right? So, like, especially your oldest sister, we went to a school Right. The, 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 the public high school near us is massive. There's 3000 kids there over that. And there's only three grades. It's a massive school. Your sister is the best female basketball player no. to ever come out of that school. Hold on. Matt, 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 Matt. Has the most points of any person, boy or girl in that. Oh, school shit. Oh, by wow. Outscored. No boys beat her yet either. Has oh, wow. Boys or girl. So, so what she happened to you, Emo. <laughs> well, I decided I didn't want to, you know, tarnish her reputation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. let her yeah. live. Let her yeah. live. But yeah. so, real, real quick, when uh, I was in um, high school, like I guess I was freshman at LC, and we could at like when I turned, I think thirteen, you could go get working papers. But to go get working papers, you had to go to North Penn to go get your working papers. And I remember having to go to that school in my fucking uniform. Yeah, and it's like the worst feeling in the world and like i was in there <laughs> and i wonder i wonder if anyone really even cares you know what i mean but you just feel like you're like yeah, oh, man, yeah you stick out so to much be here. yeah and then what's funny is then when i ended up going there um later on i just thought it was funny one day to show up in my lc uniform <laughs> <laughs> so, so i wore it just to be like whatever yeah but so so you're legit like i mean like i had an older sister but she wasn't cool but your sister is legit the best basketball player to ever come out of a pretty decent basketball school. Like there's been some good players and she's the best. So she's like, she's pretty like, you know, at that point, she's pretty cool. People know her, but she's also like, I got to like, were your parents like no nonsense? Like, I don't give a shit how good basketball player you are, how cool you are. You're taking your little brother to school and you're sitting with them in the cafeteria and that's the end of it. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. no nonsense. 
faith they have into myself or my, you know, any of my <laughs> sisters, they always oh. go for the oldest song. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would yeah, talk about talk about no nonsense, Matt. I remember when we were young bulls, uh Emo's parents at some points would make him like you had to pick a night. He could either hang out, it was Friday or Saturday, and the other night. He's going to stay in and, you know, study and do something right. Like, make yourself smarter. Do something. Parenting. Not, not hanging out with the assholes <laughs> over there. Yeah. I was speaking of, like, yeah, bad, bad, bad parenting decisions. You fucking, how'd this guy get here? Yeah, for real. Jesus. But so, okay. So, but when you're, like, you're hanging out in the, dude, because, you're sitting there in your uniform. You're the youngest kid in the building, right? Your kids are there like, was, did anyone ever mess with you? And I'm not trying to be a dick, but there had to be someone call, saying like Carlton jokes, right? Like, no, no one. No, all right. Look, I'm telling you, nobody, like, and my sister would fight too. So like, oh, nobody's going to be messing with Yeah. With How tall is your sister? Uh, she's like 6'1". Six, 6'1". One, six, 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 one. Oh, and damn. she's also an athletic-ass girl, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. If she punched you, she's gonna hurt. Yeah, she is she definitely athletic. Yeah, yeah, freak athlete. Yeah, Who's so gonna you... pick on a six or like? How old were you, Emo? Like, come on, no one's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, to... I was yes, yeah, six, six years old. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. People yeah, probably nice to gonna pick on. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> there's people that are assholes. Unless I don't remember something happening, I you know nobody really said anything except you know good stuff. All the, all the cute girls would always come around like, oh, your brother, yeah. your brother. <laughs> the advantages of older sisters. Oh, yeah, man. They come over and watch yeah, the movie. An advantage like, I never had. Yeah, I'm scared, you know, like, and the older dudes, too, were pretty cool to you. Yeah, older dudes were cool. Uh, at the basketball games, my sister's basketball games, they'd be like, yo, Emo, come sit over here. So I'd sit with, like, all the older dudes in their cheering section and root for my sister. Oh, that's, that's great. Like that's fucking and, great. And just to be fair, I'm not trying to be shitty, but just to be fair, not only is she a good, a ridiculously good basketball player, she's very good looking. So of course the bulls were like, "Oh yeah, give me your little brother." I look, you're yeah, being nice me. to him. He loves yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because his sister's uh, very good looking too. They were trying to get in with the little bro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Dude, that's all awesome. angles. Everyone's working <laughs> each other for something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Still, that's like refreshing to hear that they like accepted you and like were like, "Hey man, be part of the team," kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so then <clears throat> we talked about Gwen and Mercy. So you're at Gwen and Mercy, right? And I had no idea that like Gwen and Mercy had all these sports, but apparently there's an an all sports award. Is that what it was called? Yeah. So all what? Sports award. Okay, go from, ahead. What's that? Uh, from fourth grade till until uh, eighth grade to graduate, they have uh, six sports: football, basketball, baseball, soccer, track, and swimming. So if you play, where the fuck is wrestling? <laughs> if you played at least five sports, wrestling's not a sport. If you played at least five <laughs> sports, <laughs> you get the five sport award. Emo, it's good seeing you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone wanted the six sport award, so you know we would try to get that six sport award. How do you, I mean, say I was the best at every single one of them, but I tried them all. Did you do swimming too? Of course. And so, wait, so but swimming and basketball aren't they at the same time? So like. Man, I don't, I don't know how. It happened. Not when you're we a little kid, to, yeah. Probably had the stupidest meets that probably all took place at our school. Yeah, probably swam against each other for all I know. Yeah, I <laughs> somebody, somebody took me there, 
And I got the award at the end of the year. Nice. Hell yeah. They're like, yeah. here's a Speedo. There you go. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So then, but there was one sport you would kind of like, Tom said, you played soccer, you did all that, but eventually you would stop playing soccer and there was a sport that you would really latch onto, and that was football, right? You mean you mean he realized that he was a man and not some fuck boy? So he <laughs> went to play football instead of corny ass soccer. I'm sorry, played probably, football. Probably regrets football. it now. Probably regrets it now. I'm sure his yeah, knee, not, his I knees and his ball. shoulders are, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love. He could have played anything. Emo could have probably played anything. Probably track too. He's probably pretty good at. So yeah, yeah man, they're, they're all they're all fun, man. But uh. I guess I was trying to lean towards football. And unfortunately, you know, on the high school level, you have to pick certain sports during certain yep. seasons. Yeah. So I had yep. to let soccer go. And yeah. I love playing with those guys. Um, I mean, you know, we, we were, uh, we were yeah. together probably on the same team for seven, eight years. Yeah. Maybe. It was a while. Longer. And not even soccer. We were playing we're playing baseball together, maybe even basketball, some of us. So, like, yeah, yeah. we saw each other multiple times throughout the year. Just through sports. And I didn't even go to the same school as them. So, yeah. yeah, you and Tom would do that. You would play football or you play soccer together on a travel team. And then you'd play baseball together, too, didn't you? I think so. We had I to think, play MTBA. Like, I think once, like one year, but then I was Lansdale Little League. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we probably played together at least once. I know yeah. I played together with Mo a thousand times on oh, yeah. the MTBA leagues. Yeah. Sorry to throw his name out there, but. It's all right. He's a fan of the show, listener of the show. No, <laughs> that, yeah, no, that's cool, man. But no, that's, I mean, honestly, we, uh, we've talked about it and on the show before, because I have kids, Tom has kids, the importance of putting your kids in sports can't be understated or any activity, really. They just have to do something, you know, no sitting at home all day and the, yeah. You know, it, they have to be active. They have to be involved. And it's really more for the interaction with the other kids that you need. So that's good that that worked. Nice, dude. That's awesome. And then yeah. so you and Tom were kind of hanging around this time. I think I mean, I remember. So I'll say this, Emo, when I first met you, you were you're like, you're a pretty solid dude now. But that wasn't the case when I first met you. You were like you were. <laughs> You were you were small. you were fast and athletic, but you were pretty thin, right? I like was small. I was usually yes. one of the smallest, one of the smallest guys, uh, especially like football. Um, I remember at least like fourth, fourth through sixth grade. Uh, always the smallest. Running back. Um, it was easy for me to get through holes. Yeah, other people couldn't see me, especially in sixth grade. I was just small little stature guy, like Barry Sanders, just popping through. Yeah. And taking off with my speed uh, to score touchdowns and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I had to, I had the speed. Uh, luckily, I guess the Nigerian in me. Um, <laughs> we got it from my mom and dad. But uh, yeah, we, 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 I use my soccer skills. I'd kick off and I go run out of the field and make the tackle. <laughs> Same thing on the punts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were the kicker and the punter and the running back? Kicker, punter, yeah, running back. Um, defense played safety. <laughs> <laughs> so you would kick the ball off, run down the field, and tackle the guy. Be the guy to make the yeah. tackle. Yeah, yeah. 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 You were legit, never off the field though. Like you played it both was... both special teams. Yeah, like defense and offense. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 you know we all. I'm sure you guys all know to be able to play sports and just have fun and do certain things outside. Man, that's what we live for. So True. Yeah. I love to do all that stuff. Yeah. No matter what it was. 
I think, uh, yeah, the one time, because I think I picked you, because you were behind, like, the Chinese uh, restaurant there on, yeah. like, 309, right? Yeah. And yeah. so then we picked you up at the Chinese restaurant. We went and saw uh, Mortal Kombat, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that song. That was that song. Oh, that Yo, song. that movie, shout out. That was a pretty good movie. Luke Hans. That's good, what's up? That song awesome. it too. I'll yeah. take your soul. Combat was big. Yeah, but yeah, 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 that's what like I think it was like we were playing soccer and I don't know if you remember, like Coach Adair, like he was kind of intense with his yelling and shit like that mm-hmm. on his side, and like people so I think like when you started to like I don't know, I don't know if it, this is what it was for you, but like you're obviously excelling at football. And I, like I said, I remember I slipped over to one time and you're showing me these like videos and like you're scoring like all these touchdowns. I'm like, oh, damn, he's pretty good. And so, um, you know, when you're doing that and you're like the star and you're scoring all the time, like not to say, but like you were playing sweeper. So it wasn't like you were scoring all the goals, but like it was a real yeah. important position to like be the sweeper because then they weren't scoring goals you know what yeah. i mean so like yeah. is there maybe something in you're like you know what i was scoring all these touchdowns i want to i want to do that i want to be but, the start like i like that you know but, like i'm kind of the guy but also he's playing he's not he never left the field on football and there's some he never game, left the field on soccer but yeah. but i'm saying but there's some games soccer where he wouldn't see the ball for 10 minutes because it's at the yeah. other end of the field like he's oh. legit seeing the ball like almost every play and involved in tackles and stuff. I would tell football. you probably, uh, you know, I, I liked that aspect of playing sweeper. You know, I used to play a lot of striker before that, especially with playing with like the, the A team guys before yeah. I transitioned, like way, way back in the day. Um, but playing sweeper and like stopping the other team from scoring, chasing down their fastest guy, I used to love, you know, love yeah. doing that. Chasing down, get the ball and like kick it to somebody else, go, you know, on offense and get that offense started. So like, well, like- I, I hate. I remember Penridge. I hated Penridge. I hated Penridge, dude. Still mad that I live close to it right now. Yeah. And uh, the one <laughs> kid on, on uh, Penridge's name, TJ. His name was TJ. I can't remember what his last name was. But I hated that kid. Hated everything about him. He was a striker. I was a sweeper. And my goal was to stop his ass all the time. <laughs> yeah. That, every time we played Penridge, I was like, I don't like this team yeah. at all. Yeah. I, I didn't like him when playing with football either. They were always something about Penridge. Now, is it is it strange that you talk all this shit about how you'd like to stop their best player, right? I'm into it, email, right? Because I've known you a long time. I'm I'm into it, right? And then you became a receiver, and all that <laughs> shit you just talked went to the wayside because now you want to shit on the guy who's a defender in football. True, very true. Very it's a true. different aspect. He liked well, every yeah. aspect of it. <laughs> so let's get into well, that, what happened. Bro. Is too. I'm sorry. I was like, no, this go ahead, Tom. Been a safety. <laughs> we were we were playing and i think when we first started on that team i think we were both playing striker and so we were both playing strikers and then it was maybe a year or two later they came up with this thing that we called blitz and so it was a play where the coach goes on the sideline and he goes goes like this <laughs> he went blitz, he yelled out blitz and next thing you know there's two people playing sweeper or i think maybe even just you was it two okay. i think it was two people but it was like you and someone else playing sweeper and everyone else moved forward. And we just like everyone kind of attacked. And then if the ball got loose, Emo chased him down and got it yeah. back. And <laughs> yeah. That was like our strategy. Do you remember the blitz though? He would go on the side. I remember the blitz. Like, blitz. I remember the blitz. Mr. Adair was doing that. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you know Coach Adair is like, and to be honest, he was a good guy, but he, he was, was like, he was he intense. He was just intense. He was, he was, yeah, he was but, there to coach. 
he was there to coach, but like he didn't know soccer, which like I think a lot of like you know my my parents didn't really know soccer. They didn't play it. You know what I mean? So nobody like, in America knows soccer because it's fucking gay. But so <laughs> do we have he, to cut that? He, you can uh, gay is fine. Gay yeah, is I, gay flies. I, let gay fly. Hell yeah. But, Score one for the gays. But you could tell he wasn't someone like that knew the sport, but he was trying to teach it and probably learn yeah. it himself. So that it was was like, half there was all these unorthodox the, yeah, soccer, especially. And like football. Yeah. Mainly for his son. So his son could be on the team too. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I asked Tom. I asked Tom. Not the best person on the team. Yeah. He was not. I wonder what he's up to. But how it, well, you say he wasn't. Can we the best. move on? I, I can't well, stand this. Soccer. I do want to ask Tom. <laughs> no one cares about your eight year old shitty soccer. Let me talk about this man's life. Well, Tom, got your shitty, bullshit, non existent American sport. You want to talk about singlets? dry humping other bulls. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Tom, what about, coming up. what about uh, uh, Dare's bar mitzvah? Did anything happen there? Oh, yeah. So, Matt Adair's... Well, you know what? I've always been kind of a, a, a smooth operator, I would say. And so, I would always I would grab, disagree, but I hear you. I, I, I remember grabbing... Uh, He's got a resume. Emo's mom. The, you know, we had a nice dance on the dance floor and everything. <laughs> <laughs> she loved me. Emo's mom loved me. And I loved Emo's parents, too. They were great. But, uh, she, you know, so I was always, I was like a Eddie Haskell type, if you know what I mean. You know, I was like, oh, you're looking great <laughs> today. Right, how you doing? Yeah, leave it to, to Beaver. Beaver. I was, yeah. a, I was a, a charming. You're a smooth individual. operator. Don't hate the play. hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I was getting all the moms out there dancing. <laughs> I mean, shout out. Yeah, um, Hollywood. yeah Hollywood's mom. Yo, <laughs> Mrs. Abrams. <laughs> Hollywood's mom. Hollywood too. Hollywood's mom was all right. I think so. All right. He was so a little like a cute little Italian. Uh, you know who was uh? Wasn't Joey Mag on that team? Yeah, too? Joey Mag's yeah, dad. Joey Mag's cool. team. Joey Mag's dad was really cool. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, never mind. It's another story. Emo, uh, Emo, and him. I remember were slap boxing the one time at a uh, at a tournament, and I was like, "Uh oh, here we go." Yeah, he <laughs> also he also tried to fight another Northwest legend. Got I, his fucking head and exploded. I remember. I remember. Oh yes. I remember yes. Sean Munley. <laughs> Robocop manhandled <laughs> that bull in front of a thousand kids at North Penn for banging his girlfriend, which was hilarious. He <laughs> wanted to fight him, and then got his ass beat. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. he uh, fun. yeah, That's I remember. I like Ma- Joey Magazine. He, he picked the I, wrong guy though. The second he picked out, I was like, All right, okay, yeah, hell yeah, I, yeah, I mean, fight, him. fight him, yeah, no, yeah. What's he gonna do? Be Will Smith, wait yeah. six years and slap a guy, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And that guy didn't even bang your girl, yeah. I'm, dude, I remember. Munley said that watching <laughs> watching Jay Romeo fight Joey Mag, he said it was like watching a lion. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> he said Romeo was Devour like a lion. Yeah. And then Dustin, <laughs> Dustin, the kid Dustin Goodwin kept stepping in and like pulling Jay off from, from mauling him and being like, start back on your feet. And I'm like, the same shits because it was only me, a kid Tyler Katolka, who became a crazy Marine. He's the man. And then uh, Ian Hogan and another – and who else was with it? I think it was just us four walked down. And Mags had the entire senior class. We were sophomores. Had everybody there waiting. And I could hear, like, some of the older guys like, damn, that Romeo dude's pretty jacked. And Jay already just did, like, fucking 10 weight rack sets. Dustin Goodwin pulls him off a couple times. 
finally, after like Jody, Joey Mags doesn't want no more. And, and Romeo's like, I still want to fight him. But all these, you know, these older upperclassmen are going to fucking jump me if I keep beating them up. So then eventually, like Romero and a bunch of other old school, old head North Wales guys showed up. And they were like, no, 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 who do you want to fight? And then we had to like chase Max to the car. He ran the car like a homo. But what are the, and then he became, now he's Gigantor, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't really know him, but I would say I wouldn't want to fight Joey Max. Like, I don't think this is really like, this is more of saying that uh, Romeo like, could, could jack someone up. Like, I, I think Joe Magazine isn't like the softest dude ever. You know no I mean? way. But, I agree. I yeah. 100% agree. That's why yeah. Joe thought he'd beat Jay's ass. Yeah, like, right. Joe's not a, Joe's not a bitch at all. Yeah. It's just so, he picked the wrong he fucking... picked the wrong guy. Oh you know? god, the worst guy. Even the toughest guy is gonna lose a fight to Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, you're yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah. right. You're goddamn right. Yeah, yeah. So all right, well, let's keep it moving. So, like we said, emo, you really stuck with um, you really stuck with the Not fo- soccer. With yeah, <laughs> you said goodbye to soccer and you focused <laughs> what could have been that. what could have been, and you focused <laughs> on football, right? And then so you end up leaving Gwen and Mercy, right? But you stuck with the private schools and you went to LaSalle, but you had other options and, you know, something like that. So what was the deal with that? Like you, you chose, you did end up going to LaSalle, but you were looking other places and, and what, so what kind of swayed you to pick LaSalle? Yeah. So as you guys, uh, I don't know, recall um, going to high school, we had uh, certain days where we could choose to visit that high school and have have like a, I don't know, lower classmen, freshmen, sophomore, whoever, walk you around the high school, show you the, you know, the ins and outs, what class is like, what the sport's like, what the basketball court's like, this, that, girls, you know what I'm saying, everything. So uh, you mean I, girls? To, <laughs> I took advantage of everyone I could go to because I wanted to get out of class myself and uh you know just check out check out another school so i went to uh germantown academy they wanted me to go there to play football coach specifically had uh one of the guys that went to my grade school um show me around germantown academy when i got there and he played a running back like i played a running back for my grade school so uh he showed me the cafeteria you know classrooms football facilities all that good stuff told me i'd be starting this then the third, like everything was, you know, great about the school, you know. The, the nice ass school. Can't say yeah. anything bad about the school. Is this, I'm pretty sure they said GA or GA, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're offers the type of scholarship. Yeah, yep. I can't really remember at this point. What was so, what didn't they have like a bomb ass cafeteria? Yeah, so we're they got all types of crazy cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. I see the chef, you know, white apron, white hat. The hat? Yeah, cutting this ham underneath this light. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, like I just stepped into the William Penn Inn. Yeah, you know, this is just for <laughs> kids to eat lunch. I'm just like, this is crazy. So I that almost had me sold right yeah. there. I Hell like, yeah, you're gonna be eating well you just here. Sold so me. I, and I the know. burgers I'm getting from where I'm at right now. This is it's not the deal. Like this yeah, is they're it. great. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I was all excited about it. And I was, I was kind of happy, but all my friends were going from Gwen and Mercy Academy to LaSalle. Yeah. Or they're going to the prep. And everyone knows. Ugh. Fuck the prep. Nobody goes fuck to the, the prep. prep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck the prep. So, uh, sorry, DeAndre. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, you, on the line. fuck you, Swift. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I went to LaSalle and uh, got there, freshman team, all excited. You know, basically the same core guys I just played with. Like, what a mercy, you know, get through the tryouts, everything goes well. Then the coach reads the starting lineup. I'm the number three 
running back on the team. So the, the starting running back, uh, he came from, I forget what school he went to, what, what grade school, whatever. Um, Joe, Joe Mixel, who ended up quitting after freshman year. The second string running back was actually second string behind me from fourth grade all the way to eighth grade at Guadamers Academy. And then <laughs> myself, the third like- string. What? Wait, wait, wait. What's going on here? So the dude that was behind you for four years jumped you on the ninth grade team? Why? Like, was it at this new school? Well, what happened? Like, well, what's well, well, but what happened at the tryout that this like yeah, like were you still like smaller? Like what was going on? Uh yeah, you know, I I still may have been I was pretty but like you you used your size to your advantage because you worked in your speed, right? Like, yeah, there was, look, nothing yeah. happened. Nothing happened to me during tryouts. You know, absolutely nothing. You know, when when they read us the, the lineups or who the starters were going to be, the guy that was in front of me, who was behind me for those, you know, yeah. all those years in grade school, he was looking at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, they recruited like, me, and now I'm yeah. third? Like, what? Yeah, I thought it was, like, it was like a joke or something. So, uh, you know, I kept asking coach, 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 let me get in, let me get in. They were not trying to put me in the game. I'm like, man, this sucks. Uh, wanted to leave, but stuck it out. I'm like, is there any other position I can play where I'll play? And that's why I, I transitioned to wide receiver. Uh, did like, you have right? a de- Did you have a decent quarterback? No, the quarterback all he did was run. <laughs> <laughs> all the quarterback did was run, and all the, and we had a really good running back too, um, Ryan Parfit. I don't know if you guys heard of him or. Yeah, Parvitt's a stud. Yeah, he, he played uh, fast pitch softball. On Team USA, yeah. national team? Yeah, for national yeah, team. US yep. national team. He's on one of my brother's teams for like when they mess around. Yeah, Parfit. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. He's, he's, he's really good. <clears throat> yeah. He's really good. So we ran the ball a lot. Um, the quarterback who was I think he I think he got a scholarship to play at Columbia or NYU, one of them, as an athlete. He he was he was he was an athlete. Um wasn't the best quarterback. He was most definitely an athlete running. Yeah. 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 So, so they weren't, they weren't trying to, they weren't trying to basically if they wanted to air the ball out, they brought in another quarterback and everyone knew we were throwing. Yeah. And he was slow as hell. Yeah. And so, you were, this is your freshman year. This is, would this so be freshman all... year, I, I tried to play a running back. Um, and you got shit on politics kind of shit on freshman year or maybe the beginning of their sophomore year is when I switched to wide receiver. Damn, man. Did, did you ever get any plays at running back or anything? Or So I did a couple times. A couple times <clears throat> sophomore year when they needed a running back on a scout team. I was like, I'll play running back, you know, just to show them yeah. that I can play running back. Now, the, <laughs> some of the guys, the offensive linemen on the scout team were half the size I was. Oh, and shit. By this, by this time, I'm not the smallest person, but I, I was still pretty small. And every once in a while, I'd score. I'd, we'd be on the 20-yard line. You know, I have 80 yards to go. Every once in a while, I'd score, and I'd make it a point to run all the way to the end zone. Hell yeah. <clears throat> if, I got, Hell yeah. if I got through the starting defensive line, linebackers, safeties, my yeah. bye. This is basically the stuff. third string offensive line, and you're scoring. Yeah. 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 Sending a message to the coach like, hey, anytime, buddy. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Did your parents ever say anything to the coach? Like, yo, what's going on? Like, no, they, I didn't really understand. They, you know, them not being from here. I'm yeah, they had no yeah. idea what football was. Yeah, did, yeah. Yeah, did so well. You know what I mean? Football, like, them soccer. Yeah. If I went to, now, if I went to, like, honestly, if I went to North Penn or a public school, it may have been noticed or, you know, I might have some people behind me trying to help me that, you know, worked for the school or, you know, 
coaches on the team trying to help me. So, but who knows? Nice. Yeah, because nice. for people listening too that are from in this area, that Net LaSalle is now this powerhouse. Yeah, it's not the case when you were in school. No. They were not like a football powerhouse whatsoever. No. So, like, yeah, there was even though they do help you get to college, there's no push for acad- or um athletes. It's more academics at that school, you know, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. Nobody's saying it, but it's that it's like you know what it is. Where more public schools are like, I don't give a fuck if you fail in, fail out. You're a super senior, a fucking double freshman. I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. If you were to do it again, are you going to Germantown Academy, starting running back? Yeah, why not? That school's nice. I'm sure I would have made some Fresh ham. Eating good. <laughs> yeah, you know, the ham too. So you would have sweat. You would have done it differently if you, in hindsight? If, yeah. they, if they would offer me a scholarship, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think I would have gotten over it after a while, not not being around all my friends. Yeah, yeah you've got ham now. You don't need friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I eat like right. this. But Germantown Academy, I mean, and I don't know about LaSalle as much, but Germantown Academy is like a college tuition going there. Even even same back with there. LaSalle, yeah. See, that's what, like, but man, not man. as high. Right, Germantown's a little more now. It? it uh, they're going, real close now. I can't. I can't even think about what it is now. But going to LaSalle when I went to LaSalle, I'll say it was around like. Six thousand dollars. Six. A year. That's what Matt always right? said. Yeah. I think Germantown Academy was in the twenties to thirties. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, then, and right then. now, right now, Germantown Academy, like uh LaSalle, you're looking like 40. GA's like 55, yeah, 60. What's the uh, ridiculous is that? <clears throat> I was gonna say I thought down. Germantown Academy was eighteen thousand a year back then. For some reason, I don't know why. But you're thinking like, of yeah. the Hill School? <laughs> Just the yeah, yeah, the Hill School. You know how much that the is? Hill. I know that one's yeah. crazy too. That one's expensive I too. But not it's like Germantown. I mean, yeah, I and obviously Germantown, Germantown, St. Joe's are like the two big boys. They're the ones that probably charge John, the most John, out of everybody. Did you guys know John Stever? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he went to the Hill School, or him or yep. his brother went to the Hill School. Yo, remember uh, we were wrestling the Hill School, and I stole the warm up and and gave yeah. it to Brandon because <laughs> yeah. he said Hill on it. Fucking loved it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I mean, that's a Matt LaBelle story. I actually stole the jacket. I stole it. it I stole it. Ah! I stole it. But it this didn't... is him, him twisting it up again. I was no, right there. I stole yeah. it. He, uh, I, I stole it, but it didn't fit me. <laughs> and then it fit him. And then we gave it to Brandon because his last name's Hill. And it was the Hill School. That's how well, it went. No. So let's keep moving. So kind of at this time, too, you would kind of get in and start working. Uh, you had a you had a test run as a paper boy. How did that go? Man, the paper boy that 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 was cool. You know, I love the video game. Sure, all y'all like that play Nintendo. Video games, shout, shout out, shout out. Back then. Hit the jump, the mm. Right, I love that paper boy game. So you know, when I had the yep. chance to finally become one and be one, I was like, man, I could I could make this game come to reality. Nothing and better. One of my <laughs> one of my neighbors was going away on vacation for a week, so he's like, look, man, he's like. Bag's gonna come, newspapers will Rolling come unfolded, whole bag of rubber bands, and then you have a little sheet that shows you, you know, which house to deliver the paper to. Her, I'm gonna follow this. <laughs> I'm 10 years old. What 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 can I do? So uh, you know about to be president. Off, 10? <laughs> yeah, I was young, man. Hell drop yeah. off, everything comes dropped off. Uh, I might have been even eight. I don't even remember. It was <laughs> really young. And uh <laughs> Early as hell in the morning, man. I remember I was up for my pants for anybody. Uh, it was probably like 445, 5 o'clock. But morning. you were like excited a little bit because you're like, I'm excited. about to fucking paperboard. Yeah. It's coming yep. downstairs. Probably even eat First anything. job. I'm going to get some money. Door, this little eight year old sitting outside by himself, putting all these papers, you know, rubber banding them up, put them in the yep. huge ass bag. 
Scrapping. I know where the route kind of started, so I rode my bike all the way to the start of it. I remember my friend told me where it started. Get there. I like turn around. Wait, you got the you got like the sling bag with all the papers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ready to get moving. About to be the crack of dawn. People gonna be waiting yeah. on me. So hell yeah. I'm looking at my little map thing. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I can't. <laughs> People I gotta like, understand, oh, no phones, shit. no nothing. Oh, no, yeah, nothing yeah, no GPS. questions. I was like, well, I said, I'm not riding all the way back with this huge ass. Satchel with freaking newspapers. <laughs> so I just started throwing them in any house I thought I could reach. I just started yeah. ran out. Blessing <laughs> I the guy had one from my no. house. Bless yeah. no, I'll tell you what, riding the bike with the was not a good idea. This I'm like, satchel or whatever it is. I had yeah, this thing the one time there. and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't carry it. Cause I was like, let me just put them all in there and do yeah, one yeah. stop. And I'm like, Nope, this is not it's working. Crazy. Damn, dude, fucking, where's the adult supervision? For yeah, this? hold on. Exactly. And do you remember this crazy part about delivering papers, right? So I kind of, my brother did papers. He was older than me. Blah, blah, blah. I jumped on it at the end. Remember back, this is how long ago this was. You used to have to collect on Friday from the people on your paper routes for their like weekly prescription or subscription. <laughs> and I would bring that batch to the bitch, like a, a, a stack of fucking, I don't know, $30 at that point. It was like a dollar a fucking week for the paper. But you have to, for the reporter, You'd have to scoop everybody's bread, and I was I was responsible for that. You got like a exactly fucking ten year old. I'm about to go buy a fucking I don't know six thousand gummy worms at the pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't trust me with this. Uh, Steve, where where'd the rest of the money go? <laughs> I pull I pull up on my bike with brand new pegs and like. All <laughs> I don't know. I the reporters Steve. hunting Steve down. He'll <laughs> never take me alive. <laughs> nice, and then. But also, you okay? So the paper route didn't work out, but your mom it worked out. <laughs> your mom's got a doctorate in in edu- is it education or education? Okay, yeah, yeah. from and Columbia, she, yeah. From oh oh shit oh yes get sir, some, put some ivy on it. All right, so that's right. And then so then she also ran a uh, like a, was it she ran a daycare? I don't want to say the name of yeah. it, but she ran a daycare. And you would work for your mom there. How was that? So that was, uh, you know, that that was kind of by choice. No, no, no real choice there. I was young. I was a youngin'. Um, and where was my sister at though? That's the question. I was probably I was like nine, ten. Yeah, I don't know didn't have my, a choice. Uh, my sister was. It would have been like 11, 12, 13. She may have been in like camp or something. But I worked there with my mom. Um, I play with the kids, help them, you know, get situated, help them with work, help them, you know eat make sure they go lay down for nap time when they wake up play with them again smash them in the face the dodgeball everything everything so uh my mom told me she'd pay me but that was that was the the little little trap there she's like i'm gonna pay you you got a roof over your head you got clothes on your back that's payment right there yeah yeah i heard that work directly for your parents yeah Yeah. don't pull that shit every time every fucking time time, but at the the end of the summer she did uh she did get me a tv with a vr oh shit 27 inch stepped up from a nine inch nine what yeah me and tom had a 12 inch TV VCR combo that we rode the fucking wheels off of that thing. We fuck. I loved it. $150 at Costco, baby. <laughs> you know what's uh 
ironic is that our mom ran a daycare and also got her uh, doctorate in education and nice. also didn't pay us for labor that we did. Ah, <laughs> child labor, Yo. free child labor is the best. Yeah, yeah, is that what they teach you when you get your doctorate? It's like, hey, first things first, learn how to not pay the kids. Yeah, yeah. These kids working. That's yeah. Right. So wait, your parents are like super educated and everything like that. Like, you know, when we get, when we got home from school, there was like a three hour period when we had like zero supervision at our house. Yeah. And so things just got crazy, especially as like we got older. Yeah. So when you're coming home from school, you're going to like a expensive school, you know, are you on scholarship at LaSalle? No, no scholarship. So expensive school, you're one of four, but your other siblings older. How old's your other sister? My, uh, so it was me. Then my, my next oldest sister is three years older. Okay. Three years older than me. And then the the two oldest are, I think, like eight and nine years older or seven. Oh, eight shit. Years okay. All right. But so like what's when you're coming home from school, is there like a set? Okay, you're doing this. You're doing that. Like this is the, the homework, chores, dinner. Like, what, what's, what is it? Is it the same thing every night or you just like you kind of it was on your own and you came home and you made it happen or did they were they like no you need to do this 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 and this yeah so let me think about so up until i was about 10 up until i was about 10 we had our two oldest sisters watching us when we came home i did remember though there were a couple times when myself and my next older sister would come home we'd be alone I can't remember. I think that was because we just got home earlier. We were younger and my other two sisters were playing sports. So there were a lot of times we were home alone. We know how to get in. Uh, we usually just watch cartoons or something like that. I can't say that I was doing homework before my parents came home. But when they did come home, there was a time when I sit down there and do my work and all that stuff. And they check all that stuff. Yeah. Uh. And they were checking it like regularly because I was habitual. I was like, you know, I'd come home, you know, then my parents would come home at six or whatever, six 30. And did you do your homework? I'm like, sure did. Did that homework. Did it really good. You know, it was great homework. And then like two months later, it was like, Tom, you've done no homework. (laughs) (laughs) And it seemed to happen every year. They never really seemed to catch it. You know, that uh, I was just not. What what grade did your mom teach? Sorry. Well, my my mom. Yeah. What grade? uh, So she didn't. She didn't really teach. She she was she was she was she right, like she would be like daycare. the president of a of a school. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was. A, she ran her own daycare. She was like administration was of a daycare. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. And then she did like uh, ran some other schools for like kid, kid children with disabilities. So not like a, a necessarily a great An actual grade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the as far as doing the homework and stuff, I could tell you that like the Nigerian. Nigerian mindset and like when I was young at least I know all my sisters we were scared scared <laughs> to like disobey scared to do yeah. anything wrong like you didn't want to see did they have a belt outcome did yeah. they have those leather sandals would they have <laughs> anything leather sandal back hand belt yeah like I whatever, my mom whatever you need bricks. Oh, yeah. shit. my mom punched me in the face when I was 14 I tried to <laughs> muttered what i say asshole song oh, try to do it this way right you know, like, oh, did she hear i was like turning back blam hit me so hard and my head hit the window my head hit the window and i, I left it there oh, oh, shit. Car ride. oh, oh shit. in the car in the car, in yeah. the car. Right. is that why they were so good at cleaning up blood off a shirt oh yeah <laughs> maybe yo so, so funny you're learning I thought that- you're 
your parents yeah. were like the nicest people I ever met in my life. You know what I mean? And they are, I'm sure, but you know, nice. as parents. Hey, but... my mom hey. Games. Most people's it's an, moms it's a, don't. Yeah, you're not and using and the and and grin, for her. And an immigrant mindset is just a different mindset. Too. True. They're like, true. hold on. You have no idea how hard we took to get here and get you guys set up. Like, you're right. Like, would, you, would you say, that's it? Yeah. yeah. But, but you know what fucking Nigeria, you know how tough it was to leave Nigeria, <laughs> motherfucker? Right, you right. could call me an asshole in the car. Yeah. You know how many, I don't know how many like summer packets or reading packets you had during the summer that oh, fuck. you went to I No, fuck. My mom fucking had her worst. Own. My mom had her own. Those ones weren't even bad. The ones <laughs> wait, she wait. do quickly. She had her the own. ones that my mom had last all summer long. She made sure like all summer mm-hmm. long there was not. What like, the like, fuck? She wasn't doing one. Bro. Yeah, do book reports? Book report, Yo, Confessions of Charlotte Doyle. Go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Hir- Hiroshima, eat a fucking dick. <laughs> No fucking way. That That's shit means so I would burn the fucking You're looking out the window and it's all bright and sunny and your friends are playing around, flying kites, doing all types of fun shit. Flying <laughs> kites? You got some <laughs> shitty friends. <laughs> Smoking weed so under I'm looking at you. I was looking at you and Matt running around. I'm like, um, <laughs> look, you reading this book. Your mom's like, I'm going to get you 10 more books. and You're not yeah, playing yeah. with that fucking kid she out She saw there. Steve and, and, bought a, and started her own book club. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm getting the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah. But Did your you mom. Your Jake too? Steve, who was a kid, Jake, that was on our team, wrestling Jake team Moore? senior year? Jake Moore. Jake Moore. Yes. Jake Moore. Jake Moore. That, was my, that was one of my best friends. He lived right Dude. behind me. Jake was Jake the man. Was the reason, I love Jake. Jake was the reason we won fucking district duels. Remember they pointed yes. him out instead of me and yeah, fucking Mark didn't, didn't know who he was? So no, he got pinned in 10 seconds. But the guy that I beat the shit out of then instead of getting Mark Smith on me, I beat oh, the shit yeah. out of the other guy. And that yeah. Mark would have pinned me and that guy would have pinned Jake, pinned Jake in 10 seconds because Jake never wrestled a day in his life. Yeah. So you're welcome. He's just like a short, strong Jake guy. was yoked though. Yeah, yeah. when they saw yeah. him yoked there, Jake went out there like, lifting. oh yeah, he got thick. He stopped growing. We were probably like, Third grade. Yeah. Jake was Jake's a cool night. good guy. He was a decent soccer player too when we were when we were little. Really? I mean, yeah, I just remember being him on a soccer. He was quick. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that kid's pretty quick, you know. Was he tiny when he's little too? Yeah, he was tiny then too. <laughs> he was like five. He was like five, four. He was a year no, older this he was, was the same grade as you. you know? This was before I want to say this was before um travel. So like I think there was a year when it was like I think we signed up for like the regular rec league or whatever and we played that and then we i think me and you were on an all-star team together actually yeah we were on oh all-star don't team brag don't brag well they we what they do is at the at the end of the year they get like the best players from yeah. each team and they make like yeah, a not super the shittiest team ones, the best and then you, ones then you go play in a tournament so we played in a tournament I, oh man uh, so we played in this tournament either way <laughs> we lost the game and we, we, we won two games, lost a game. The team we beat, they gave the championship to, but they had also lost a game to us. And I just remember being so pissed off, like, what the fuck? Like, we beat yeah. them. How are yeah. they the champions? And my mom's like, well, you lost to this team. And I'm like, but we beat them. Like, how are they, you know, like this? And so I think we were giving you a ride soccer home. soccer sucks. No, I think we were giving you a ride home, and I was, like, crying and shit like that because uh, I was pissed. <laughs> I was crying. Is that Jake's yeah. team? Is that Jake's team? No, I, well, I think you – I don't know if, I don't know if you were on – but I just remember playing Jake then in a team and being like, oh, this kid's okay. But I don't oh, know if he, he made good. the he travel team. I can't remember why. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah, he, he was pretty good. He was my neighbor, man. He lived yeah. on the, right behind me for, I don't know, until I moved out of that neighborhood. And, what, uh, so, like we said, your mom's a doctor, right? 
And my mom and mine, Tom's mom's a doctor as well. And she doesn't go by Mrs. anymore. Don't make that mistake around our mom because she'll fucking chew your fucking head off. But uh, excuse me. It's, it's doctor. Doctor, <laughs> Dr. Lavelle Lore. Okay. Yeah. Is your mom doing that too? Yeah. She, uh, you know, you got to give them. <laughs> Is that why they, she punched you in the it. face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, don't call me mom. It's doctor, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> No, like, just like your mom, your mom, my mom, they put their work in, you know, even though it's not, you know, of medicine, they still, they still put that work in, you know, read all those books, did their dissertation or made yeah. it, you know, published whatever they did, you know, they put that work in. So you yeah, can yeah I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I didn't go to eight years of uh, school to be Mrs. I'm doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But slow down with the yelling at me if I don't fucking know that at first yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. i don't fucking know i roll up i'm like hey man and now you know mother- she's like uh, it's doctor I'm like, All right, bitch. the type that saves people or what are we doing here so let's keep it moving then so you would eventually go after lasalle you would eventually go to Pitt, right and i guess you said it was maybe like your sophomore year that's when you really started to put on some yoke and really like develop right like really like put on some good size and he was a little bigger after the freshman year he came back okay. and you could tell like his frame was a little bigger and, and yeah. then after the sophomore year he came back and all of a sudden he's fucking six two and yoked i was like the fuck happened to the guy who was the same size as me the yeah. fuck just happened i gotta all go them, to bit all them i gotta go to bit <laughs> so, your dad's a big dude how big's your dad he's like five ten yeah no tom uh, maybe i was just not little. at all I yeah, thought he was big. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, he's not small. He's not. No, like not your sister's tall. tall. No. Yeah, sister's tall. Mm-hmm. Your crazy. dad's not tall. Normal height. He's 5'10". Yeah, he's normal height. Yeah, I'm 5'10 and three quarters. But that's tall. All right? Yeah. That's real tall. Just, <laughs> for some reason, I just imagined six foot something. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Uh, yeah. I mean, when you're a kid, you think everyone's fucking I guess so, yeah. yeah. All right. But so let's keep it moving. So you played at Pitt. And you're wide receiver at Pitt, right? Uh, you play with a couple interesting guys. Uh, do you remember any of them? <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of them, uh, I don't know if you guys know him. Um, he's like six foot six. He played for the Ravens and won a Super Bowl. Uh, Autobahn's, Autobahn's finest. Oh. <laughs> Old Delaware Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, yeah. Before he transferred to Delaware, he was uh, – he was third string. He was third Homer string, Eagle. and he was on, he was on the scout team with me, which is pretty crazy. And uh, also, uh, one guy that was covering me for the most time, most of the, most of the time, was Darrell Revis. Revis, Revis Island. Was, Yo, you was, lived on <laughs> Revis Island, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that so sucks. <laughs> I remember the first time Joe Flacco threw me threw me a pass. It was. Uh, we were doing seven on seven. I ran a 13 yard in. And as soon as I cut in, of course, I could see him because, you know, there's, there's no line. But uh, as soon as I cut in, you see this huge arm come like it's like a slingshot. That ball came so fast. The football just, just broke all my bent all my fingers back. I, I heard them all crack and just dropped it. Damn, like, he throws that hard. He was guys yeah, a monster. Yeah, it was like it came He's out of a tall cannon. shit. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't uh wasn't uh Palco on that team too? Tyler Palco was the starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he oh, obviously had, so at that point uh, you had a guy who won a Super Bowl and a guy who also started at the NFL. Yeah. Both played at that team. Tyler Damn. Palco, Luke Getzi. Luke Getzi was second, uh second string, yeah, and then Joe Flacco. Before Damn, Jesus. Yeah. Nice. And then and Larry, Larry and, Fitz just got done playing uh, right before yeah. I started too there. 
Damn, that's crazy. No big shoes to fill at wide receiver Wait. or anything. Yeah. Emo, emo, emo is sophomore year out of college, lived in a certain house, right? And me and I went and I drove this piece of shit out to Scranton to pick our one buddy up. Then from Scranton all the way out the pit, right? And on the way out there, we were, I think we were 21, grabbed a case of Mad Dog 2020s, right? Because oh, me, oh, we were talking about oh. this, right, Matt? So oh. we bring a case of like, or like, I don't know what the case was. It was like 16 Mad Dogs or whatever you got oh. from the, uh, the state store. Oh. We drive it out to Pittsburgh. Emo's buddies out there have never experienced Mad Dog. Oh, so they were all like, oh, this no. shit tastes good. And there were some big ass dudes <laughs> in that house you lived with. And they were all like, this tastes great. Uh, that night was, that got a little wild. Yo, Mad Dog, the, you know. straight time traveled that fucking night, brother. That shit. Oh my God, dude. Like that shit. You drink a Mad Dog in like a, in like half hour, 40 minutes, you're fucking going. And, and like, you know, next half hour you're fucking see you later babe you're fucking back you're fucking marty mcfly in it you know so wait did you have like were you getting recruited out of pit like so when you were at LaSalle, how good of a career like if you're playing wide receiver not not at all it was uh, like i said we didn't throw the ball that much yeah and um so how do you get to brand to, what's that so how do you how are you like oh is yeah, great. So, recruiting you or no? Nah, I didn't, didn't get recruited. I just went to pit just to go to pit. So my uh, my cousin, I call him my cousin, a good friend. Um, he told me about pit. One of the days, like all those college cats come to your school and try to get you to go to their school. This guy was offering out scholarships, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm about to take the scholarship to pit." I was like, oh, I don't want to go to Pitt. I had applied to other places. I was like, I'm not trying to go to Pittsburgh. What's out of Pittsburgh? So other places I applied to didn't really work out. And I was like, you know what? Let me call that guy that was offering all that free money at Pitt. So I called him and he and he didn't have all that money, but he was like, look, I'll get you in. That I do this, that, and the third. So that's how I went. That's how I ended up going to Pitt. And then uh, freshman year, my friend, my cousin, and I were watching uh, Pitt play Miami. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching the game, and we hung with him for a while. Yo, was this like those 2001? Years, those years. Miami? Yes, those years. The Dude. Miami. One of the greatest college yeah. teams that ever exist. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was around that time. So you, Dude, you right after it. 2000, 2001. 2001. Oh, bro. McGahee. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Gore. Dude, Frank Gore, Cannon, dude, yeah. Sean Ed Taylor, Reed. Ed Reed, Ed Reed, yeah, Sean yeah, Taylor. Jeremy Vince, Shockey, Vince Wilford, yep. Oh. So we, I mean, we hung with them for for uh, a half. I'm pretty sure it was 21 to 21 at halftime, but then we got smoked 42 to 21 after that. But yeah. I was like looking, I was like looking at that team. I'm like, man, I think I could play with those guys. So I asked my cousin, I'm like, yo, man, you trying to try out? He was like, yeah, I'll try out for the team. And uh, we had to wait to winter conditioning the next year, so we we. We tried out. We both made it. And uh, I stuck with it for a couple of years. We got in a car accident um, the first season, the following after the season, we were going home for something. And uh, we got in a car accident where he hurt his back or he said his back hurt too much. So he stopped playing. But I played I played for like two and a half, two and a half years, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. So you yeah. walked on? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so you're cool. sitting there like, I can play with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's and me when just... I'm really drunk. You know, I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. That Flacco can't throw for nothing. All right, let me get out there. I mean, I, t- I told you, I, I lift weights. Like, I lift weights. We all lift weights in high school. It was they lift weights on a whole fucking a whole other level. I ran, at least I thought I did. All their drills were on a whole other level. Divisional so program. Like, yeah, I was like getting ready. I, I was like getting ready, lifting and like running a lot. 
to try to get ready for for the winter conditioning or no actually for just practice and um that shit was intense man that shit was intense so it wasn't after like two three weeks where like i i i kind of blended in with everyone else it wasn't like slacking or like lagging behind yeah. You know? When do they make the cuts? Uh, so they they did winter conditioning. They do it through winter conditioning. If you make it through that, you basically make the team. And oh, that okay. that shit was that shit was legit. There were there were mad people throwing up. You know, like a boot camp. They're trying to get you like, to quit, kind of. Yeah, or? yeah. I remember one one of the drills. You get like a two by four. You get a two by four, and like you hold it on the ground, basically almost like an army crawl. They have to push it twenty yards, turn around and push it back twenty yards, turn around and push it again. And like that's that's just tough. Like just yeah. doing that shit. That, that shit was tough, dude. <clears throat> Sounds fun. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. Um. So you <laughs> fuck. Got to laugh. Your this voice. Guy can't. Yeah, this guy can't. Oh, I'm shit. fucking it's... trying, guys. Sounds great. <laughs> so you're. You sound like it. one of my coaches, man. You sound like Walt Harris. He was from Cali. Yeah. Like, yeah. Up downs, go up, down, up. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks so, so what's a team like? So like you walk on a team, what is that? Are you just embraced by like the whole team? Are you now hanging out with everybody of the starters, hang out with just starters? Yeah. Or does everyone hang out together? Yeah, I mean, the uh, football team, man, it's a lot of people, man. And um, I was trying to like, you know, not like I was trying to ride nobody's dick or nothing like that. But I, I think you got to at least play well. If you're horrible, then people probably won't want to associate with you. Yeah, uh, Darrell yeah. Revis, he was cool. He was like, he saw me. I, I uh, used to date one of his uh, one of his neighbors. So he was like, yo, man, how do you know her? She used to babysit me when I was younger. Yo, I need to hang out with you, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I was also playing well, playing decently um, to the point where I had to start a defense. Like, yo, make sure you, you know, you give them a good look. We're playing West Virginia. We're playing the backyard brawl. Make sure you catch all the, all the balls thrown to you and do this, do that, da, 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 da. So, you know, I had... People have, you know, respected me for the most part. But uh, nice. I think you have to, like, be somewhat decent there. I wasn't hanging out, going to all types of football parties. That was back in the day when, like, Colorado got in trouble for, you know, that rapey stuff. And uh, uh-huh. shit. Yeah. all types of other schools were doing doing the, doing the most. So I made sure, like, big groups of, like, you know, 20, 30, 6 foot Meatheads? Yeah, man. Like, I'm not trying to be around all that. Hell yeah. No. Duke lacrosse. Yeah. Yeah, back, dude. Backyard, Duke lacrosse. Backyard brawl was wild. Yeah, I went to one of those games before in West Virginia. I didn't realize that West Virginia and Pitt are like a fucking hour away. Yeah, how about it? So that backyard brawl, and there, we went down there. Um, uh, Shepler, who graduated with me, was hockey. Blah, blah, blah. They had this thing, the pit. It was like this spot in the parking lot you chill before you go into like football games. And you just walk up and cops are handing out cups. I was like fucking 19. I was fresh out of high school. Guy just gives you a cup. I'm like, oh, I mean, all right. Thanks, bud, I guess. I guess thank you. Don't arrest me later. <laughs> Dude, and the, and everyone's just getting wild. Just going nuts. That was, a, that was an awesome rivalry. They don't do that no more, do they? Didn't they stop the backyard, bro? Yeah. Fucking gay. <laughs> Let the gay fly. Gay? <laughs> I don't, they're not in the Big East anymore, you know? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would get through uh, college. What did you end up majoring in, Emo? I majored in economics. So I was trying to uh, go to the business school and major in finance, but um, my advisor put me on like a weird track to where I would have had to take all types of courses over again. I would have been there for like six years. Oh, so, fuck that. Yeah, I just I majored in, uh, in economics just to, to, to kind of like get some of the finance and accounting stuff in there. 
uh, so I could graduate on time. Yeah. Nice. So then you, after you graduated high school, well, or sorry, after you graduate college and even before that, uh, you started work, like you tried to get a job as a physical trainer at LA Fitness, right? Yeah. So after, after college, uh, when I was looking for a job, I was like, you know what? I like going to LA Fitness or like playing sports or whatever. Um, I don't want to, I want to use an indoor basketball court. Let me just get a job there. So, uh, yeah, man, we, it was weird. It, like the first day, this guy was like all intense. I think he drank like 12 Red Bulls. Yeah. And must have like snorted his pre-workout, yeah. but he had his own <laughs> like, doing like 50 push-ups. I'm like, 50? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, I could do 50 push-ups, but why am I doing 50 push-ups right now, man? Like, yeah, dog, you ain't the coach. I didn't jump yeah, outside. Man, yeah. the fuck there were like little, there were girls in there that were like crying and stuff. I'm like, this is like <laughs> what the fuck are we doing. So then he's like, go on, go on, you go on, you go on. He's like, all right, now nah, whoever's left, blah, 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 blah. He, he was just, he was just way too intense. We were just there to, to kind of like help people lift weights throughout the day. Yeah. Um, I ended up quitting think, a week, two weeks, three weeks later. Didn't last that long. Yeah. yeah. Some people can ruin a job for you. Yeah, man. So then after that, you started, I mean, like we said, you got some size on you. You did your thing and you would start bouncing at a couple bars. Is that right? Yeah. How'd that go? Yes. So that, that, that was pretty well. Uh, I'm trying to think I started doing that. Um, I think at school a little bit here and there. Uh, just to help, just to help some people out. But back home, started working at uh, this place out in Southampton, um, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, met met my our good friend John Dorito out there. Shout out, fan <laughs> show, listener show, former guest yeah. Johnny show. Dorito. Love Dorito. Dorito. John. <laughs> um, also worked at Manny Young at a couple spots, uh, and then Lansdale, Lansdale area. What bar in Manny Young? Back in the day, it was. U.S. Hotel, Tonic. Oh. Yeah, close to U.S. Hotel. It was now it's Lucky. Now it's called Lucky Whatever. J. Lucky's last, last chance. chance. Yeah. yeah. Then it was Tonic when Emo worked there. That's what I he heard. Used to run I heard that really good. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. I don't even know what a kitchen is because there was no kitchen. <laughs> no <laughs> kitchen back then. Yeah. And then uh, used to and hold add, on, uh, hat tricks in uh, Hatfield, right? Used to used to used to bounce and bartender hat tricks. Yep. First start off Matt, as a bouncer. The, yeah. the reason why Emo knows Dorito was I was at Henzo's back then and they needed bouncers at some spot at some bar. So I was like, yo, my boy will be a bouncer. And they're like, nah, I mean, I just like, all right, is your boy train or anything? I'm like, trust me, my boy will be perfect <laughs> yeah. as a bouncer. They saw Emo, they were like, hired. Yeah. yeah. But then Dorito and a bunch anything. of other guys from the gym. Yeah, it was, again, I was, every time I showed up there, because they didn't ask me to bounce. I guess I'm not fucking big enough. Or maybe because I talk too much shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. They didn't fight ask me. all the patrons. So, I don't know if you're right. very good at squash <laughs> the fights. You're, you're, so you're... anyway, I would go up there to uh, uh, be in this establishment, say. And uh, I would look around and I'd see all these like dickheads and like, what was that, Southampton or some shit? Where was yeah. that? So I'd look yeah, around and I'd see all these assholes getting drunk like I normally would. But I know who's bouncing at this place. And three of these guys will yoke you the fuck out. Straight <laughs> Gracie, like brown belts and shit. I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. And nobody ever really got out of line in that place. It was fucking yeah, annoying. <laughs> Eva, so sometimes there's guys that are bouncers that are looking to fuck True. someone up. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. But For sure. Is That's to me, I would be the one trying to just let's deescalate this, get people yeah. out of here like. Dog, I get paid ten dollars an hour. I ain't trying to fight you. Get the well, fuck out of here. Steve. 
Hey, yeah. Your higher speed. Yeah. These guys out there looking for looking for drama. No, no. Yeah. You, you want? I mean, you want to? You don't. You don't want anybody who's scared. I definitely had people that like when yeah. shit goes down, they froze like yeah. ice cold. But um, you definitely don't want anybody who's out there looking for problems. Honestly, you want somebody who can like talk people down first and foremost. Then if if need be, you have to yeah. remove people out of the situation, or you have to quickly disperse people. You know who who are. are trying to throw down or trying to do whatever or you but, gotta um, hammer fist the top of their fucking head <laughs> well i guess you could do that um, <laughs> just because like working in a bar i just my big thing is just when i notice something starting i go right away and try yeah. to nip it in yeah. the blood like yeah. right yeah. away and just yeah. like, i do that a lot and i try not to drag to to drag any attention to to what i'm doing whatsoever because last yeah. thing you need is fuck the crowd that yeah. make oh, or fucking amp somebody to fuck or up. some fucking you know I mean? chick being a yeah. dumb bitch yeah i've kicked a lot of people out of bars like so quietly and quickly <laughs> other people had no clue you know yeah. what I mean? that's kind of how you want to do it that's Agreed. how you want to do it agree yeah. just like quietly yo it's time yeah. to go yeah. yeah hey man come here and let me talk to you hey. now are you talking like you got to pick people up and physically throw them out or are at, you just at, like at hat tricks escorting them <laughs> at, at hat tricks there was one time okay well i've done a lot a lot of both but at hat tricks was one time uh this uh hispanic dude he was getting a little like he was drunk he's getting a little too like handsy with the bartender so oh. every time he'd pay for a drink he'd, he'd hand the bartender a bill and then when she go to take it he like try to grab her hand and kiss it or like try to rub her hand yeah. and she told me i'm like yo bro you gotta chill so then he did it again i'm like all right no we gotta go right and he was at the corner of the bar i don't know if, you, if you've ever been in hat tricks yeah i've been there yeah she was in the back corner okay so uh I'm so wait like he would have to get all the way out the, the way oh around. shit yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. Standing, I'm standing behind the bar talking to him i'm like yo you gotta go so like i walked from behind the bar it was like kind of hat like gonna walk around towards him now but it looked like he was like the way his hands were they were underneath the bar in like a v so i'm like is this motherfucker trying to piss yeah so i ran over there oh what are you trying to do and he was trying to take his joint out to fucking piss on the floor i'm like bro you gotta go (laughs) so he got he got his money got his money and it's like i'm like yo i'm like come on yeah his arm he's not paying attention but finally i'm like yo come the fuck on and then he just like goes lip and falls on the ground i'm like (sighs) on the floor Looking at me like, uh, kid, kid. get the fuck up, get the fuck up. He's just like, uh, uh. so I grabbed his arm. I drug this motherfucker all the way <laughs> past the, the beard to go. Just the cigarette yeah. machine. The out dartboard. Out the, the other rim. door. Then down the fucking concrete steps, around the corner, <laughs> past the windows again. And I was like, don't you ever come back in this motherfucker ever again. He's all like, his money was all over the Yeah. And he was just like, uh, uh, okay, uh, uh, okay. And then that was it. But nobody he's, knew. Nobody knew. He was dragging a body out of the bar. like, yeah. <laughs> And he all his money there. was falling all over the ground? At, when we got outside, his money had, fall, had fallen all out of his pocket. So it's like, he a, had like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. On him. It's like, like I should take that money, you motherfucker. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's when I, you're, uh, it, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's your tip for having to drag him out. I had one time I had to get someone out and like I had him like there you know what it was they were trying to get in their car and they were annihilated and I'm like dude you cannot drive and they were like you know 
fumbling all Fuck over the place. Fuck you! I mean, the yeah. guy must have dropped at least a thousand dollars on the ground, shit. and I'm like, I could just grab this fucking thousand dollars, no problem. That's crazy. But I didn't do it. Hindsight, I yeah. should have. Bullshit! Bullshit! I, um, I mean, you never know, man. With stuff, man. I, I kicked this one girl out of hat tricks. She, uh, her friend, was like, yo, she's got to go. She's too drunk, and she was causing some type of scene. I kicked her out. She's giving me the worst evil eye the whole way out, and I'm like, try not to touch her because I try not to put my hands on chicks. Man, and if smart. I don't have to, I'm like trying to like guide her out like come on like come on come on and she's just like like clenching didn't want to go so she finally leaves her friend comes to me probably half an hour later like yo she just slashed my tires she didn't have a knife on her she said she did have a, a two-foot knife on her or something like Jesus. that i'm like what oh, <laughs> two foot a machete got a fucking machete yeah, yeah. I'm like, I didn't jump kicked her machete wielded dumbass right her head off her shoulders. Well, that brings up a good Swing question, that dumbass guys. Sword when around. is it okay to hit a woman? When she has a sword in her <laughs> when she has a two right there. Her teeth right when out. she yields that thing, I'm missile kicking her out the fucking door. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. If you have to unsheath your weapon, are you can- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where watching Mortal Kombat comes into, into play. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dowsing that bitch with the long leg all the way out there. Oh, dowsing your mic. So let's keep it moving. So you're bouncing at a bar and you eventually meet a guy that would, he introduced you to like working at a call center for a mortgage company, right? How'd this go? Because eventually you would start there, but you would, you would work your way up. So how did that, how'd you get in there? How'd you work your way up? How'd that go? Yeah. So one, one of, uh, the owner's good friends, I guess he, he put he put his friend in charge of, of the bouncers because um, they got rid of the guy that Steve kind of knew that kind of hired a Sean, the state yeah. trooper. Sean was yeah. nuts. Yeah, Everyone. Sean was fucking, he used to wear, yeah. do you remember this guy? Um, Do you remember the state trooper, Matt? Sean, who used to wear, you know, for anybody in Henzo's back in the day, this bull wore these, he wore the, what do they call them in fucking Brazilian? What do they call it? The underwear? Uh, oh my God. This dude, he pretty much wore a Speedo, basically. Yeah. To like, and he'd always be stretching out and shit before uh, like practice. And I'd look over and half the guys were like, I ain't going with Sean today, dog. He ain't got no underwear on. The Bulls in just, <laughs> just little ass tight biker shorts. And that's it. I just found out the other day that y'all wear draws underneath your singlets. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you wear? A-? I didn't never like thought about it before. Dog, you come, you come, bare dick to me with no singlet. We're fighting. We're fighting. Yo. That's what you We're said. Fighting, he's, like, yo. he's like, you better have two layers. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I, I never thought Three, about that. I also thought you guys were between cups. wiener and people. Yeah, yeah, you need them layers, yo, because that makes it way less gay. So way yeah. less gay. Speaking of less gay, so you're working at the call center <laughs> for the mortgage company. How's it going? Uh, yeah. yeah Sean. It was going well. The uh the, our new boss um got me a job there. He was like the manager of the call center and he was like, You were gonna help convert leads for uh, loan officers so they can sell loans it's like if you're good at it they'll make you a loan officer and they're like yeah you know if you're pretty good at the job we'll make you a loan officer in like six months a year but after after like two and a half months they had me start to train and become a loan officer so i did that and uh you know that was going pretty well but then then um 2008 man the, the bubble recession, recession hit and uh things were tough man everyone was upside down a lot of a lot of uh homeowners that we were dealing with especially in like maryland uh florida the taxes were killing them the homes were upside down they had interest only loans this shit was sucked and i saw a lot of guys 
Um, I was in like my early 20s, but I saw a lot of guys, older guys and women that were like pulling their hair out. Like, how am I going to pay for my kids tuition or this bill or that? And I'm like, man, I can't be stuck in this in this industry, man. It was 100 percent, 100 percent commission. You could make a whole bunch, but then you could go months without making anything. I said, like, I can't, I can't so, I like this. So. Was this around the time like you you would hit kind of a rough period? Where like you know you're this, this this stuff isn't going well. You're having trouble even getting a job, and you were your parents threw you out, and you had to move in with like uh, uh, Matt O'Connor and Steve and Ian yeah. and Bobby and like Bobby Knox and all those guys. So like how like you're getting through all this, man. It's good that you had your friends that you could rely on and stuff like that, but. That sounds like a tough time. What kind of things were you doing to get through that? And how eventually did you get through that? It was tough, man. Uh, you know, luckily, um, there was Steve and them. And luckily, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, t- I didn't really have anywhere to really, to really go that I could afford at times. I didn't have a job. Um, and then shortly after that, Ian's brother let, let me work with them. Um, we were doing like home insulation, insulation and uh, insulation for the government. We were basically Ian insulating. Hogan's brother. Yeah. Ian Hogan's brother. Yeah. Right. Right. Shout out Ian. Fucking good dude. Real good. Dude. E-Deezy. Fan of the show. Listen to the show. He is a fan of the show. He is. He is. He will be a guest on the show. He's been critiquing me and talking shit the last couple of weeks. This motherfucker. Fuck you, dub. Fucking man. That's everybody that listens to this fucking show. Yeah. But no, nah, he uh six oh eight. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so go ahead. Sorry, you know. yeah. No, nah, it's all good. His brother had us work with him doing the mm-hmm. insulation stuff, and then that's when I learned, man, long sleeves, long sleeves, and don't have any skin exposed when you're insulating houses, going through crawl spaces in the hot ass fucking dead of summer. That shit sucks. Rough job. Fiberglass in there. Yeah, so we did that for the summer, and luckily wait, wait, you're in like us. attics, wait. right? You're in attics and shit with the heat. Yeah, oh, fuck animals in tight ass crawl spaces. Yo, like, why, why long? Like, what's the deal? Like, the fiberglass can't touch yeah, your you skin. Yeah, you get itchy, itchy. Oh, yeah. for real? Yeah, oh yeah, it, it, oh yeah. It'll go in the pores of your skin, and if you use rashes, water, it like opens the pores and it hurts even worse. So you yeah. just have to like wear long sleeves. Oh fuck! In hundred and three, yeah, in, in an the attic, dead dick the lot yeah. in July yeah. in an attic yeah. with fucking dead rats everywhere. Oh my god, squirrels and shit. And if, one yeah. came, if one came at you half the time, like you couldn't even really move. You couldn't move fast enough. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. you fucking maul you until you crawled slowly out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're like, look, That's we're cool. I'm, so I'm getting out of here. Yeah, yeah. See ya. Uh, but that that shit was uh, that shit saved us. I mean, we made a lot of money, but we were young and uh, we did a shitty job, and the government wasn't happy about that. So uh, they stopped giving them the contracts. And I started working at Hatricks. That's when I started working at Hatricks. Um, Ian got me over there, started bouncing. Uh, Bouncing in the short, slowly, surely started bartending too over there. Yeah. Okay. And then when would you, so you had a girl that you met at Pitt, right? And she's your now wife, but you guys were trying to get more serious and trying to do the damn thing. And she was like, she was at her family home and felt kind of cramped there. And she wanted out. So how how did that work out? Did she move in with you and Steve and the guys, or what? Did, how did, yeah. what did you do? Yeah. So so right there, right around when um, I started working at Hatricks and with Ian's brother, 
she moved in. I remember a couple of times she was there um, interviewing herself when I went, I'd come back like all sweaty, gross and have to take a shower and go to work at Hattrick's later that night. But uh, she came from New Jersey. She was looking for a job at an animal hospital that she had just left uh, an animal hospital in New Jersey where she worked. And um, she quickly found found a couple jobs. Um, yeah. in like a week or two, nice. which was great. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, when I first met my wife, I was bartending full time. I was, you were taking showers when you wanted to. <laughs> you motherfucker. I can shower three times a week. All right. No. Um, when I first met my wife, I was like bartending at Graham's. I was bartending at the pub and I was teaching boxing at Henzo's. Right. And when she when I met her, like we started dating. She's like, look, if you want to make this serious, you need to fucking get a job that has 401k and benefits and health insurance and PTO and all this, or it ain't going to work with us. Right. And like her helping me, but also like, like showing me, I can do different things, help, like make me do like, you know, it helped me get an office job and like, you know, get all the stuff that she wanted that would make our life better and easier. But her pushing me and helping me with that was like, unreal you know so when you're with your girl and she's trying to get more serious is she kind of putting some pressure on you saying like look motherfucker you want to be with me i'm getting my shit together you want to make this thing work you got to do your thing too yeah yeah i mean it was tough uh around that time you know i was at the point where i was taking any job i could get so uh Hatrix was a start, but it wasn't really enough to begin with. It was just, yeah. you know, dollars here and there. So I started yeah. working at uh, Boscov's. I applied everywhere. I started working at Boscov's. Yeah. Um, I had a suit on <laughs> to go interview at Boscov's. I was probably the only person that had a suit on in the whole store, but... <laughs> No, sore. Fuck the and interview the guy was like what department do you want to work in i was like i don't know he was like well you have a suit on you might as well work in men's suits i was like okay so uh i sold men's suits for a couple years which is pretty cool because you know it was almost like being like a barber or even like a bartender you know i rep people i have a lot of people pick out their prime outfits and stuff yeah. like that so that was cool that was fun getting them all you know tight nice and dressed for prom that yeah. I, I really enjoyed stuff like that even helping the larger cats find size 50 waist pants, you know, was just Holy like, fuck. Going, like, you're like, dog, hold yeah. on. I gotta, let me run these I, around you real quick. Apparently Boscow's is like the only place that went above size 42 or something Hell like yeah. that. Mm. So, uh, you know, it, it was, you know, I learned a lot, man. Definitely, definitely humbled, definitely humbled. Definitely learned that if you change the price of Gildan Tees, from $2.99 to $3.99, you have a whole bunch of upset people on Sunday at Boscov's. But, <laughs> um, Yo, shout out Gildan. Yeah, shout out. Gildan, fan of the show, listen to the show. Gildan. <laughs> Yo, we got some Gildan merch. Don't, don't, don't date the fucking Don't sleep on Gildan. I had a Gildan. Yo, I had yeah. some sharks out there that were coming after me when they raised that price of Gildan tees. Jesus. But uh, we were like, yeah, yo, no, is that, it wasn't my call. Yeah, I, I just work here. <laughs> oh, price is a price, bro. I know I'm wearing like, a suit, but yeah. so <laughs> I'm not guy. So we yeah. made it to 13 year old in the Philippines that stitched yeah. this bad boy together yeah. for 12 cents. Yeah, they had to get a those fucking 13 year old Filipinos had to get a union. Now yeah. I gotta pay a dollar more for my fucking <laughs> guilty. <Yeah. laughs> but 
So okay, so you're 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 at the you're at Boscov's. You're doing the gimmick at hat tricks, bouncing, and then did did you start? Is this when when did you decide to go back to LaSalle? So yeah, I started going back to school uh, around this time too. I was like, you know what? Let me try to get get my MBA in accounting because a lot of the jobs I was applying for were accounting type, finance type roles. Yeah. Yeah. And they were saying, well, you don't have the accounting degree. You know, you don't have the finance degree. I'm like, well, that's what you think economics is. I take all those courses yeah. and some, yeah. but uh, it just wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? Let me just bite the bullet. Um, I wanted to go back and get my, I wanted to go back to graduate school anyway and get my MBA. So I was like, let me just focus on accounting. Um, that way I can have like, like, Did your yeah. parents, were your parents pushing it? Like, Get your uh, they they always wanted all of us to go to graduate school. Okay. Um, if we could, but you know, yeah, they, and then they they were pushing me. Yeah. Not terribly hard, but they kept meshing it. You know, yeah. I should go back. I should go back. I should go back. Yeah. Now, so, is there a chance that you are applying for these jobs and they say they want you to have the accounting degree? Is there any way maybe you think like? Can I fudge this paperwork and make it say that I have an accounting degree? I like it. Is, yeah. is that a possibility? Like, how much do they really check? You know what I mean? Honestly, like, honestly, I probably probably could have done that back then. You could probably do it now. Uh, because you know. knew all this I, stuff. I just, like, you I could talk the talk. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what was possible. And, you know, maybe I would have done some some more things back then. But I, I to tell you the truth, I couldn't, I couldn't say no that it wouldn't work. You know, but I mean, yeah, you see all these bumper stickers for universities on the back of people's cars. You're like, why, why, Wyoming State University, like that's state, it's a state college, but like there'll be some weird ones, like Little River University. You'd be like, no way, this doesn't even exist. I can easily say, get my mom to do this for me. I'm like, mom, you're retired now. Sign up for the online courses. Put my name in there and just do them for me. I'll pay yes! you. Get me yes! the degree, mom. I'll pay like you it. for my degree. Just go get it for me. <laughs> Especially for like the people who. I, can't, you can't, I bet you can't do it. Like your economics yeah, I should say degree. That to her. Mom, I'll like, time you. Like many of those courses overlap anyway. Like they would yeah. apply to that degree right. anyway. Like the people who have 10 years experience and then are going back to get the degree. But, like that 10 years of experience should be worth, you know, 30 credits basically. Right. right? I'm just curious if you were to say, I've got my accounting degree. I got it from Pitt and I got this and that. And you just went in. I wonder if they would ever know any of the wiser. Like, are they really going to check on it? You know what I mean? Only if they ever want to get rid of you. They'll find I, out and be like, oh, now we can fire them <laughs> the day we want to. You know, I remember people used to put their like GPA on their resumes. But, you know, I, I'm pretty sure there was a time when people stopped looking at that that stuff, too. Um, yeah. You know, like how, how much would somebody have to dig to get that information? Right seems yeah like if it looks good if it kind of looks good what's in order we're like huh yeah we'll give him an interview yeah Yeah. and you You press them in the interview and they're like yeah this guy you know we don't need to check that shit he seems like a you know he He seems cool let him dab Mm -hmm. him up you're like i like this fucking guy he's in he's fucking in so um all right so you would start bartending at hat tricks right you got the tuesday shift you kind of made that a decent day shift, right? So they started giving you more shifts and you got some good money there bartending. You would bartend a couple other places eventually, but you were bartending at Hattricks and you were, you know, doing your thing at Boscos. But eventually in 2017, you would tie the knot with your girl, right? So how was that? Oh. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was fucking week. awesome. 
she was there almost almost died throwing stuff off of the top of the marriott the top of the marriott Dumbass yeah, Ian us. finds a fucking <laughs> way to get upstairs. We go upstairs and start just, I know, you leave North Wales kids all wasted. What do you fucking want? It was a great day. We were at a wedding. So we go up to the top of the roof. Everyone's up there. It's like Matt, Kevin, blah, blah, blah. everybody's up there. We fucking, one dickhead. It only took one to throw a bottle down. And I got some dope pics because the top of his hotel at the Marriott, you have um, City Hall directly like across the street behind you. So you can have like the clock behind you with the pictures on the roof. But then we threw a bottle up and when we saw it incinerate, there's something about every kid who's ever done bad shit or boy deep down in his soul. When you hear some glass smash from some high ass spot, again, you were like, again, we were yeah. like, we need, we found that we were, I was kicking off roof fucking uh, vents and throwing Gargoyles. them off the roof. Dog, I was anything I could rip off the roof was getting thrown off the They're roof. Like that peeling night. off the roof to throw it off the roof. <laughs> fucking oh, pieces man. of shit. The wedding was a good time though. <laughs> All right, we got married. Uh, it was a great time. Steve was there. He could testify. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Uh, that's when I met. Yeah. Uh, I married my wife. And uh, it was uh, it was it was nice just to have, um, you know, my girlfriend. Shout out Kim's a part, sister. A part of the party. <laughs> Shout out to Kim's sister. I love sisters. you. I love Kim you. Kim has a big family like I do. Um, she has she's one of three girls. And yep. the old the youngest is a boy. And I have three older three older sisters. So our family makeup is the same. Oh, which nice. is pretty cool. But uh, a lot of women, not a lot of men. And educated people. What was their pops? Her pops was like a uh, fucking educated. judge, right? He was a uh, he was a, a lawyer. My a lawyer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. A educated people, lawyer, smart accountant, people. educator. Um, yep. So yeah, it's a uh, definitely, definitely great, great uh, family combo there. Mm -hmm. so. All right. So then you would continue to bartend, and then you got a bartending job mm -hmm. at a couple other places like Pizza Pub, Smokehouse, uh, and they're all owned by the same guy. And then, you know, so then, uh, you know, like it was the same manager from Hatricks, right? He would go to Pizza Pub and Smokehouse, and they're owned by the same guy. So you start working there. And then, you know, so you, you kind of were able to get your own schedule and do your things, and you kind of got the primo shifts. Right. And then, so what did you end up, you know, how long did you do that for? And then when did you make the next step? So, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a little tough because it was like getting married, saving, you know, for the wedding, going to school, all that stuff was happening at the same time. Um, I worked at Hatrick's, worked a lot, uh, worked a lot of shifts and finally, you know, saved up enough to get married. And then was able to change my schedule to where I didn't have to work all those extra shifts anymore. Mm. I kind of had weekends available to spend with my, you know, new wife. And then the manager left um, and went to the pizza pub. So that was like a selling point of me going over to the pizza pub. Um, not only was it getting slower at Hatricks, she was like, I'll let you keep the same exact shift you had. I just helped you create at Hatricks over at the pizza pub. Perfect. And also there's a night at the smokehouse too, if you want to work at the smokehouse. Um, so I took that, I went over there. Um, that was pretty cool. And then also still kept going to school. I had, as, as I went, it originally started as a, as a two year program, but um, it was way too difficult to work full time and to take those classes full time. So I had to like take only half, if less, half the coursework, if not even less um, in order to graduate. So that's what I did, um, just worked at the bar 
during the night and went to school during the day until I graduated and then um, started applying for jobs, 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 and uh, finally got one um, after like after about two years working for some software engineering company in uh, Exton, okay. uh, a contract work. But okay. that was like a three month contract that got extended yeah, twice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Or a three-month contract, not a six-month contract. And then uh, I was in talks to go back. That ended in, in, in December 2019. I was in talks to go back. And then coronavirus came and hit uh, in 2020, yeah. right before. So Fuck. that sucked. Um, just knocked everybody on their butt for a while. Fuck and yeah. then uh, in that summer, they had actually reached out to me. I, I was I was away on vacation. I actually went down to Florida in June. They reached out to me, um, asked me to come back, but I missed I missed the email. So when I finally saw it a couple of days later, they were like, "Oh, we already hired somebody." I'm like, "Ah, I kill myself." But uh, I just kept <laughs> applying for jobs, and then I found one for uh, a, a life sciences company doing accounting um, based in uh, Philly. So I've been working with them working from home ever since and then still nice. working at the uh at the smokehouse on thursdays and then picking nice. up other shifts as well yeah good because that guy that guy at uh at uh p or uh hat tricks that owner back then was a fucking dipshit yeah bob not a lot of people liked him he was I like them. He's <laughs> fine by me. No, I mean, I, yeah. I every once in a while he let me play him in darts for my bar tab, and nice, I appreciate. Nice. And, and now- there was nothing on the line for me, and he was good at darts, so there was rarely anything on the line for him. But it was cool. He and in full changed. disclosure, Emo and Ian used to work there, so I would get blacked out and do whatever the fuck I wanted. So the guy probably fucking hated me for a reason, but whatever. Nah, he was an asshole for a long time. He 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 can testify to that. But then he did yeah, yeah. a couple of years ago. Um, for the better, so. Wait, is he still own that joint or run yeah. that joiner? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit. It's um, it's cool that you you work from home and then you still pick up shifts at Smokehouse. So it gives you like a social aspect, even though it's still work. But Hell at yeah. least like you're home all day, you know, during the week, and then you get one night out, and you're still making money. That's nice. Yeah, I've, I've never been. Up. Steve knows I've never really been like a big drinker or nothing like that. Um, nah, nah. Go to the bars, you go to Gavin's. I just chill. I usually just try to drive everyone home or whatever. But make sure I don't get arrested. Bar, yeah, going to the bar yeah. is like a, somewhat of a getaway, and I get to make money. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole situation too, so it's it's like a win-win for me. How'd you like the interaction, like with the customers and like the talking with them and stuff? Like, yeah, that felt that natural. Too, uh, like JR mentioned, it's like, you know, I'm at home all day during the day. And, you know, I, I talk to some people here and there, but for the most part, it's silent. And I don't talk unless I'm talking to myself. And that sure. gets kind of weird. Yeah. So I kind of look forward to like <laughs> being in front of other people and having a conversation with someone other than myself yeah. or, or the computer. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. So you're just talking to numbers all day, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So then does this kind of bring us to your gross net, gross to net analyst job that you have right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I started here. Um, I, it was, this is my, this is my first job after, you know, coronavirus kicked yeah. off. Uh, yeah. The other job I had ended right before, like ended a couple of three months before in December. And I was talking to them to go back. I actually, when I was bartending in the smokehouse, one of the ladies I used to work with at that contract job in a different department though, I used to see her at the coffee machine all the time. One of the ladies came in and sat down and I was like, oh, that's odd because we worked like 55 minutes away from the smokehouse. Yeah, Exton, nowhere near there. Yeah, yeah. So I was surprised to see And she was like, don't I know you? I'm like, yeah, your name is whatever her name was. Yeah. She's like, hey, you should reach out. <laughs> Excuse me. You should reach out because a couple of the uh, 
analysts that they hired right around you before they just hired, hired again. So uh, I reached out to, to the manager and she's like, yeah, we are looking, uh, you know, when do you want to start, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, shit. A time frame. And then like literally a couple days later, they were like, I got the email. No, we had to stop put hiring on a hold because of coronavirus. Oh, fuck. Yep. Fuck. 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 But it, I mean, it all worked out. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and then what is a day in the life like for you right now? So, you fucking <laughs> two kids, yell, chaos. Yell, yeah. Yell at your computer, kick your kids <laughs> around. Your wife hates you. What else? Two young children. A day in the life. Yeah, Woo! man. I wake up. We try to get these little ones, you know, ready for school. And what are the ages, Emo? What, yeah. The, well, the four year old is four and what? like, She's like four and two, 94, four and... 94 <laughs> this is how slow she moves every day. Uh... Every day you see the first time that she put clothes on, brushed her teeth, yeah. or put her shoes on and jacket. It's just like every day it's a struggle. And, uh, you know, we take them to daycare. I come back, I work from home. You know, I, I scream at my computer or talk to myself. Maybe yeah. I'm fortunate to talk to somebody else. How old's the other one? One's four and she, the other one's... She's uh, one. She, she'll be okay. one. So the oh, one will be four fuck. April 9th. And the other one will be one April 30th. So oh, their birthdays yeah. are coming up. And, uh, yeah, What's you know, with the girls? Them. What's with all the girls, man? You got girls. You already girl. know it runs in the family, man. I'm yeah. outnumbered. Yeah, I'm yeah. You're outnumbered. Severely outnumbered yeah. between there's, your own a trend, family. There's a trend. I don't want to touch on it too much, but uh, there's a trend of, you know, three girls, then the last child's a boy. That seems to be what's, what's going on. But, uh, oh, all right. Hopefully I can break it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it doesn't take that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does, your, does your sisters have kids? So, yeah. the, so the oldest one, no. The second one after her yes she has a daughter who's 11 who looks like she's like 16 um and then a son who's nine right. who wears like eight and a half in men's yeah he's a giant already 14 and then yeah. their son miles who i thought was like eight he's only five. Oh <laughs> my gosh they're huge they're, they're, i don't know what nice. they give kids these days but kids i think kids are just bigger in general it's all that clean living kids do nowadays yeah. <laughs> oh here we go here we go you said clean living <laughs> clean yeah. living baby clean it's living this. speaking of big emo did, was it there uh tell them about the time like how your uh family members and other people in nigeria when you would go over there your co- cousins and people your age would receive you like how how the fuck you look like that so wait like, you've been back yeah. to nigeria well oh, yeah. yeah i've been there a couple times okay. um we just we just went back All like right. three years ago for my grandmother's Grandma's. birthday party yeah. okay but uh first and so when we went back for my grandmother's birthday party one of my grandmother's uh house helper people their son is i think he is four is four my daughter at the time was one and a half and they were about the same height oh my gosh <laughs> Nigerian people are, are small. Just, just no. nourishment. They're just malnourished. Yes. Oh, malnourished. It's a third world country. Too many thick little kids. Yeah. yeah. They're just like yeah. in, thinner. Dude, it's I mean, it's rife with civil war and, and it's oh, it's brutal, man. That's awful. Damn, that's a shame, man. Yeah. Man. I mean, the rich definitely keep that money amongst the rich and don't circulate that. Yeah. And they keep it that way. Yeah, yeah that's politics we don't talk about on this show, but yep. Yeah, sorry. Well, we can just hope that it gets better, you know. Talk now about Nigerian politics. Talk about Nigerian show. politics on the working perspective. Yeah, we should have an episode about that. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a Nigerian please politics invite, round table. Please don't invite me to that one. Nigerian yeah, yeah. politics round table. I'm oh, John, yeah. John Dorito might be a, 
Yeah. He's a host. Hell oh yeah, God. Dorito. Fucking love Dorito. So, okay. So, dude, emo, I'll tell you what, man. This was like, I was fucking so amped for this show. I knew Tom was excited. So was Steve. So was Justin. We were really looking forward he to was, it. He uh, was, Matt was yelling all week about it. He lost his yeah. voice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you son of a cock sucking motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> what was it? What was the one nickname? <laughs> The creep, no, 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 uh, cream saver, cream saver. No one offends, cream saver fan of the show. Listen to the show. Um, but not nah, dude, this I remember was... the day that we uh stopped calling uh email or stopped calling email MC. Okay, we had, uh, we had a sit down talk now. Listen, the, we're not gonna be, mom? yeah, it was your mom. We're not gonna be calling emo mc anymore his name is oh yeah and that's what we're gonna be calling (laughs) him i bet yeah well she didn't play that i think uh i think the same thing happened with uh bill madden and his mom we were no longer calling him billy we were calling him bill (laughs) i was like okay you weirdos you should tell his mom to shut up yeah emo Emo is that what you called her an asshole? Is that when it all started no 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 yeah punch me right in the face Emo also used to have to walk around his house trying to hide tattoos on him when he was younger because his mom beat his uh, yeah. ass. He's these tattoos. What? It took, it, took, it took my parents probably until I was 24, 24. Before they saw anything? I saw my <laughs> tattoo I got when I was 18. Yeah, where, yeah. where are your tattoos at? One of them's on his stomach. He's just a walker. You have it. shoulders were tough. The shoulders were tough. Um, you have the yeah. tattoo across your stomach that says nightmare. Yep, like like Nigerian nightmare. Nigerian nightmare. <laughs> Nigerian yeah. nightmare. That's was, right. Uh, That's that right. is great. Krishna Quay. Yeah. So yeah. I think my dad probably saw that when I was in high school. You know, passed out in my bed. I try to yeah. see <laughs> on my stomach all the time, but you yeah. know, I wake up with both arms in the air. And, yeah. uh, Damn! So you couldn't sleep with like a shirt off or fucking come out of the shower. Oh yeah, you gotta wear it up. It's all it's up here. Yeah. Yeah. It's always itching in my stomach. Always <laughs> you always walking around like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, uh, Why the hair emo too? Want a bathrobe for his birthday? He's like, that's how my sisters wear it. That's how I'm gonna yeah, wear it. Yeah, I learned to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, yo, we're coming at top of time. Before we get out of here, though, I do want to hear Tom. Can you regale us with the first time you met Emo? Do you remember that story? The first time I met Emo? I think it was at the I think it was the uh, like um travel uh team okay. where where they had the thing and I think I cried in the back of a car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did not like losing. So uh first time I met my card in front of him. Yeah, I was pissed off that we uh that we had lost a game. I just don't understand how whatever. And so I was not I was like, this is bullshit, you know, whatever. I don't Fucking think I'm saying I've always loved your passion for the game. Ah oh, well thanks bro. Thanks. But even if it was gay one... soccer. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was one story that I was thinking about. That, oh, yo, so we had a tournament one time. <laughs> yeah, so this is back in the day, right? And I had a uh, a cassette player, like a portable like Walkman cassette player. I don't know if you remember this, but so uh, the uh, Mighty Ducks 2 had just come out. So the Mighty Ducks oh, 2 shit. soundtrack. I had the soundtrack, and on that Hell was yeah. uh, Whoop, There It Is was uh, one of the songs <laughs> that was on it. it. 
um the another song like tag uh, team back again that was on there and um there was uh like uh queen was on there we will rock you we yeah. are the champions yeah. it's like, like a jock jams and, and yeah. so the one song uh so either way we're at a tournament and we're Mr. sitting there Big waiting stuff. for our next game and we're sitting in the we're sitting in the uh like chairs and so it was like two headphones. And so I got one headphone in over here. Emo's in the chair over here. He's got the other headphone. And we're like sitting there like listen to that. And I think uh, you like. Sounds uh, like soccer shit. Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> Mr. Big Stuff. Who do you think you are? Mr. Mr. Big, Big Stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that Hell was, yeah. uh, that was uh, sitting there fucking <laughs> listening to the fucking. I got one ear, you got the other. That's nice, cool. nice. What about you, Steve? What's your first memory of Emo Neri Honkai? Shit, it would probably be his first memory of me because I was usually already blacked out drunk when we were younger. <laughs> but uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Matt was one of my closest friends, his closest friend. So I, I before I even knew, he didn't go to the same school as me, even though he was always in North Wales. Obviously, Matt's his boy, lived right on 4th Street. So there was a ton of times, just like I, the first times, was probably pick up football games, fucking around in like his yard, and then. Obviously, by the time high school hit, it was downhill from there. Ball was rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. Nice, dude. Nice. Hey, man. I'm not going to get into specifics, though. This uh, is a beautiful, <laughs> happily married, great husband of a man. We're going to keep the stories normal. That's right. Nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, I'll tell you what. Emo, man, it's been, been a fucking pleasure to have you on. And I know that we're all usually in agreement with this, but we would love to have you back on if you'd be willing to come back on. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, thank you for having me on. I had a great time. This is uh, this is fantastic to catch up with you guys, and I yeah. like what you're doing. I and uh, invite me back anytime. I'm game. Dude, love to have you back. Can't wait. Uh, before we get out of here, Emo, is there anything you want to say to your adoring fan base before we take off? Uh, you know what? I love everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, tune in next time I'm on or whoever else. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, Thank so you. stay tuned. Oh, you're the best. Thank you for that. Tom, anything you want to say to the, you know, Toms out there? Uh, to all the Toms out there, I just want to say keep uh keep being uh keep being Toms, you know. Toms are good guys and uh, you know, keep Tom and they're not Josh's. They're, they're not, not Paul's. Keep not Tom, Paul's. you know. If you're going to you're going to be a Tom, be a Tom all the way, you know. Right. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Strong stand. Anything you want to say to your adoring fan base, the cult of Cabot, before we take off? No, but since we don't get political on this show, free grinder, Putin, you pussy. Free grinder, yo. Yeah, what's that about? Get free grinder, yo. Free, free grinder. She's a smuggler. Olympics going to come up and shit. Next thing you know, she's going to be on the Russian team. Be like, what the fuck? That's not fair. He's smaller. Wait, wait the basketball the player. Yeah, yeah Brittany they got Griner. Brittany Griner over there on they some They fucking like, vape. stole Griner. They Putin locked her up for Griner. some vape. They got her working at like this like uh, labor camp. Steve, you got to boot those things, man. You got to boot those things. You got to put them up. <laughs> yeah, he fucked up. You know what I mean? Put them in a bag and put them up top. Yeah, yeah. pocket. Yeah. You get them when you, when you get to your destination. Yes. pocket. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Uh, Jalen Dub, anything you want to say to the Dubinators before we take off? Just everybody out there, stay safe and uh, don't make fun of Will Smith's uh, wife's disease. Or he'll yeah, suck hell yeah. Talk yeah, shake yeah, your head. Right. West yeah. Philly Will coming at you. There's well, anything I've up. learned in the last couple of weeks is 
Don't talk about people's families and don't put your hands on people. It's as simple as that, boys and girls. We can do it. <laughs> Keep Will's we wife's name out your mouth. Yeah, first I mean, you can date her and you can take her to a fancy restaurant and maybe make you sex with sleep, her. Yeah. But don't you make, fucking make jokes. Did you just go Borat and say make sex with her? Maybe you can make, make sex, sex with her, but yeah. do not make a joke. The I sex make the can sex. definitely be made with her. Oh, I'll make all the sex with her. And her G.I. Jane haircut. I'll yeah. rub her bald head every day of my life. Yeah, I think, I think Will... You know what? There's a lot of hair-having motherfuckers walking around too easily ready to make a joke about a bald-headed person. And Will had had enough. He stood <laughs> right. up for all the bald-headed people across the world. God right. bless him. Will's does, a hero. Does Will have My hair? Is he bald? Will his has wife is. He, he's, he's sensitive up. to his, his, his wife's plea. If only everyone knew what it was like to not have hair. Yeah, Matt, don't make the train jump off the tracks. No, only like 30% of us. Okay. Not All right. Well. <laughs> Real men. Yep. Shout out to Rogaine. <laughs> Fan of the show. Listen to the show. Um, but yeah, well, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. Coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, Schwab Game, Steve Cabot, Captain Jerkbeard, Tom LaBelle, and our guest today was the one and only Emo Neri Honkai. You can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com and please like and subscribe so I can get my voice. So you can take a shower. Way to play hurt. Yeah. Way to play hurt. Wow, this is like the Michael Jordan game of podcasts. That's literally dying from the inside. We hear him slowly dying. Yep. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.